BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey Upper East Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt, I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I'm not here to break down any episode of Gossip Girl today. That's right, it's not even the off-season, it is just the end of the year, so you know what that means. We have to discuss, by popular demand, the music that we've listened to throughout the year. That's right, it is our Spotify-wrapped episode, and I'm not here by myself to talk about it. If you're a loyal listener of the show, you may know who else is here. And yes, I am stalling because I don't know how I'm supposed to introduce in this episode. Here is someone who's really good at listening to music. It's Brendan Ruffle. <laughs> what a slam. <laughs> solid intro. Solid intro. <laughs> solid nailed intro, it. Nailed it. Uh, hello, I am your co-host, of course, The Creepy Uncle, podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, Dee Little Creation. I'm recording live as always from a crematorium. I'm the editor-in-chief here at Cream Weekly. Dr. Officer Cream reporting for duty. Cream is Cream. Cream, yes, Cream. Oh, um, yeah, I was wondering if you were going to have something ready for me. Uh, you, well, I didn't you, even know I was introducing this, this show. Also, this, is, you know, this, this is a historical episode in, in two ways. One, because it's an historical episode. Episode. Repple. Repple. Uh We had this first time doing video for this particular podcast. Um, oh, my God. What? Yeah. And we, and we look like shit. And this is how we look. <laughs> this is how we look. We're sorry. I want to apologize up front for the, uh, for the this look. This is what I did? <laughs> sorry for anyone who is imagining me another way. <laughs> <laughs> Any other way at this point. Uh, and it's also, I want to introduce, this is the the first ever guest to be uh, the triple threat of boys media. I've been on Blitzball Boys, been on Hobby Boys, been wow. on Lonely Boys now. Oh, my God. Oh my God! This is a uh, this is a man who will be dead once Yamamoto signs with the Dodgers. Uh, Big Baby David is here. Hello. Tough. Hello. 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 I, you know, as, as we dive into Spotify Wrapped of it all, it it is uh, appropriate that this show is called Lonely Boys. Uh, you'll find that's a theme of this year's Wrapped for me. Uh, and, and your life in general. And I live. <laughs> Uh, and not far from the Upper East Side. Oh, so, oh, there you, there you have it. Um, I'm yeah. a few blocks <laughs> away from where people can like obnoxiously like pretend they're part of it. Perfect. You can say hello 50s, to Blair Waldorf. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, historical episode for many reasons. First video, first triple threat, first time. Uh, I do not know who the who the guest is. I mean, this is. I, I now I know how you must feel every week, Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a, like, a little while in the beginning where I was like, ah, it's it's kind of like a little awkward talking to random people all the time. And then I just stopped caring. I stopped really working hard at this. And just, I just, I just, that's I just, what I have you, to you do. Phone, once you start learning how to phone in every week, 
Life becomes much easier. <laughs> Not only it's your guess, it's your episode. Your, I mean, I may have brought us into the show, but you are you are running the ship oh, this yeah, week. Baby. This is uh, I've never been more in the back seat than right now. <laughs> the back seat is where I do prefer to sit on on road trips. Is that true? Even if there's a, an open seat in the passenger seat. Um, you God, like to be like the Uber you know, I, passenger. I guess I guess I've kind of just accepted that like I'm not the shotgun guy. Like I, I'm not. It's a lot of pressure being the guy that's mm-hmm. in charge of the music or in charge of the directions. Yeah. Like no, I'd love to sit shotgun, but I, I'm aware enough to know that that's not me. I'm bitch seat baby. Yeah. Two th- two bad things about being passenger is that you are supposed to be in charge of the directions. If there's no like Apple CarPlay thing, then you have to tell right. them where to go. And then usually I'm chatting in the front seat, and then I like forget to tell them where to turn, and then they miss that. Also, if you want to talk to everyone in the car, you have to kind of turn your back right. around because your you voice can, you travels forward. And we have video so everyone can see what we're doing here. You have to crane. <laughs> like yeah, a lot of craning. Everyone, 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 <laughs> yeah, so that is, yeah, if there's like, you know, some kind of kumbaya circle going on yeah. in the back. You the crane is also famously the bird of the podcast, by the way. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah, I guess. Right. Before we get into anything, we shouldn't bury the lead here. Uh, we have now caused a marriage. Oh my god! Podcast. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is very true. Uh, do you want to elaborate? I don't have the tweet in front of me. If you want to elaborate on this real quick, but it, it is our our biggest fan. Like, not even like joking about this person being our biggest fan. She is our biggest fan. She was our first patron. Yeah, she interacts with us the most. Is Elizabeth? Um, I don't Elizabeth Berry, I would say, Elizabeth is Berry. Okay. Okay. Right, is without a doubt our uh, our our biggest fan. And let's see, the the tweet is. I would like to thank the Lonely Boys at Ruppy Puppy at Maddie Fresh Twenty Four. Don't know why you got first billing. <laughs> I, was just I mean, say that. <laughs> feel like I'm the host. Um, even if you go alphabetically, M comes before R, so don't know what's going on there. But all right, um, I would like to. Thank, and before marriage, she like did say she lo- had a crush on you, like in her first year. So <laughs> that know. is true. Yeah, don't know what's going on there. Um, she must be nagging me. I would. Had. I would like to. <laughs> I would like to true. thank the Lonely Boys at Ruppy Puppy at Maddie Fresh Twenty Four for bringing us the podcast. That was one of the first things we bonded over. And it is a picture of the of the proposal happening. Everyone going wild. Um, yeah, I mean, we we uh, this is a, I think we can take one hundred percent of the credit for it. Congratulations yeah. to. We, so we got to mention in to, the proposal itself too. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it like, doesn't I, I get much better get, than that. We didn't get audio of that, but I'm sure. I have literally like since I've retweeted that tweet, I have literally had multiple people come up to me <laughs> pete especially <laughs> been like, what the fuck how the fuck did you i don't understand what you did to cause a marriage like i don't understand what you're talking about on that podcast that makes people marry each other i don't know what's going on <laughs> like maybe if you got past the banter section and listened and listened to the actual stuff you'd be falling in love too i don't yeah. know so do you, do you think this podcast makes people like fall in love or is it just like does it start with like the horniness of the podcast um, is it a very sexual I mean, it being? All, it starts with it, it all starts with horniness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know everything in this world starts at horniness. Yeah, I believe <laughs> that's the first line. I believe that's the first, first line, line of the, the Bible. King James Bible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> everything started with horniness. <laughs> Let there be light, etc., 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 etc. Huh. Well, yeah, that's good for us. I guess it's just a way for us to pat ourselves on the back real quick before you really dive into everything. Yep. And, and, and congrats it, I too, do I like, guess. And congrats. I like making it about us first and foremost, but also congrats. Um, that's it. Great job. Uh, I mean, good work, team. We, we we'll see very lucky. Week. We mentioned this at the top of the episode. We could have easily left this at the end for plugs, but um, that's how excited we were to put this up front. Yeah, I didn't want to bury the lead. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, so I guess we should get into the music now. We have a lot of work to do. We have three last last year. This was a two-hour episode with just two of us. So let's try not to make oh, it good. a three-hour episode. 
Um, Some of us got to have a bedtime. Yeah, we'll, we'll be quick. There's also like a lot of crossover uh, between my list and your list. So maybe we could some, skin some stuff off of this one. Uh, but uh, let's start with our beautiful, beautiful guest. We are going to do, I think, all of the top. Do we do top songs first last year? Let's go. Brandon, with, you're the one that listened let's to the go, podcast. I'm asking last the audience. Year. <laughs> they're going to chime in and <laughs> say, "Yeah, we did top song last year." Um, yeah, someone join the Discord and tell us right now <laughs> what we did. If anyone, it'll be the, the new, our new married friend. <laughs> um all right so let, let's go with our first five songs each we'll go one by one big baby david we're going to start with your top five songs you want to run them down first and just tell us what they were and we'll start from five to one uh so going five to one if that's how we're doing it uh number five i had jaded by miley cyrus Oof, great song Ooh. Uh, off the off the new album from this year of course and then the top four were all by Maisie Peters in in four going four through one. Uh, I had Kate's brother, I'm trying, lost the breakup, and BSC, which does stand for batshit crazy. Uh huh. So we'll do that was number cool. one. That was number one. We'll uh, we'll we'll play each one five to one, and we'll kind of like talk over it a little bit so we don't get uh, canceled sure. by podcasts. So here is BBD's number five song of the year, "Jaded" by Miley Cyrus. What are you? Now, I think we're all fans of this I, artist. Yes, I, I'm definitely very love. happy that uh, Miley was able to sneak into the top five without it being completely taken over by Maisie Peters. Mm-hmm. Um, much like last year when Demi Lovato snuck into my top five, saving it from being an all Taylor top five. Um, <laughs> I mean, I I big Miley Cyrus fan. Plastic Hearts was famously my favorite album of 2020. Um, did not like this album as much. But yeah. uh, I re-listened to it the other day, and there, there's still some bangers on it. I do, I do box. like uh, this song. It's one of the one of the standouts. But I just wish she uh, was kept leaning into that, uh, that rock, rock thing she had going on in plastic. Yeah, a bit of the chorus bump that up a little bit. Oh it's yeah, chorus. It's nice. It's a nice sound. I, I do like the rock stuff of quite a bit. Um, you also last year you were talking a lot about that um, that live album. I still haven't gone back to, but I really need to go oh back. Oh my god! That. Yes, that live album was so good. You still haven't listened to it a year later? No, it's too, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot on it. There is, there is, but it's really fun. I I was listening to a uh, uh, friend of the pod, Lita, was uh, not not a big Miley Cyrus fan, but she was raving about the song uh, "Used to Be Young," and so we were we were jamming out to that. That's mm. a really good one too. That is a good love one. a Miley Cyrus ballad. I, I want to say my favorite song on this album is uh, is it that is it called Islands? That the name of the song? Mm. Oh yes, 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 yes. Like I know. Back island, the island, 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 just island. Singular, just singular island. We that's, don't have that's to the one. Islands. Yeah, yeah. We can, we can get to subsequent islands, but yeah, yeah. We're right. gonna start with the one. So, okay, so, so I'm a big fan of you. That song is also on the live album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Th- 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 that song was that whole album was really just like solid, and I think coming off of Plastic Hearts, I was so excited for what was going to come next, and it was just right. a little bit of a. This one, Bieber, uh, what did you think about the album on, as a whole, or is Jada just a single standout song for you there? Uh, I overall liked it all. <clears throat> Plastic Hearts is up there just all time for me. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Like that that year, that that probably was my number one album that year. Um, I overall liked a lot of the songs on here, that, and like if they turn up in the course of my listening, I tend to leave them on, but. Yeah. Uh, Jade is definitely the big winner of of that album by by the literal data, and it's right, the, right. the only one scrolling through that I'm like, yeah, I, I do go 
and listen to that one on purpose the most. Yeah. Oh, and I forget if the Flowers song was on that album too. It was I forget it's on there because it was the the big single that came out before everything. Truly was, and yeah. you know, through no fault of her own, I I don't like when people say that they don't like songs because they're played too much. Because you can, you know, in in theory, control that how much you play it. But that song <laughs> was everywhere, and, and right. I did hear and I did hear it a lot, lot yeah. somehow, and uh, I did just get bored of it after a while. But you know, still great. Speaking of data, yeah. hard a million billion people that listened to it and liked it can't be wrong. Yeah, the the song is good, Flowers. Just I I never fully understood how that song specifically got right everywhere. What was it about that Actually, song? It must have been like the Hollywood gossip that came along with it, and how she like recorded the video in the house that she bought with the, her ex husband or whatever, right. and like was getting and she released it on the day that he did something too. Something about it, yeah. Very very Taylor of her. Very Taylor of her. These, uh, she looks really good in that video, by the way. She like looks absolutely ripped and made me just want to get in shape because I was jealous of her tone. How's, how's that going? I've gotten much fatter since then. <laughs> I look, <laughs> I look bad. <laughs> Looks really bad. Uh, I, I guess I started with the tits, <laughs> just trying to grow those out. <laughs> it's first. The rest will come later. As, <laughs> right. Start there as far as trying to mimic That's her body. That's Brendan's motto when he opens a gym. <laughs> tits first. The rest will come later. <laughs> tits first, ass last. Uh, okay, let's let's get to BBD's number four song. This is Kate's Brother by Maisie Peters. So I'll say off the bat, I'm not familiar with the work of Maisie Peters. And I feel like I'm excited, yeah, she, excited about this. I wasn't uh, before, like, March of this year. And, okay. Uh, obviously became a big part of the year for me. Yeah. I, mean, I think when I first saw you post your Spotify rap numbers and stuff on Instagram, I was like, seeing the rest of the stuff I do know, I could probably get into this Peters yeah. character. I, like, I'd, I'd honestly... Like, the rest of my music taste is pretty typically... Like meat and potatoes, but she's uh-huh. uh, the the unique one this year, at least. Yeah, I mean, off the bat, I am really liking it, so I, I, I'm here. excited to get into a new artist as a result of this. Oh yeah, English singer songwriter. English like oh, yeah, this is England? really good. I could get into this. Uh, yes. Oh wow. Genres pop. Age? We got an age in this this lady. 23? Uh, she's 23 now. This is yes, not a particularly now. new song from her. I think it's a couple years old. So that okay. can, then you can test that to being like the fact that you got into her fully this year. You probably just dug through everything she's got. Yeah, pretty much. She did have an album come out this year that was, uh, that was, in my opinion, a big success mm. in that I listened to a lot of it. This song specifically, she, I know she does have a friend named Kate who does have a brother. Uh, and technically the song is about him, but they never uh, dated. I don't believe they had even like really met at the time she wrote it. She kind of wrote the song to be funny, and her friends were like, this was kind of actually good. You should put it out. So she did. Interesting. Wow. Okay. What an origin story. Where did you come across it? Just like just general internet stuff? Um. So on, at some point, so, so the song Lost the Breakup was like the – first single i believe it was the first single to come out from her new album and that got fed to me just by spotify recommendations and i really liked that song uh and from there i just kind of dove into everything and at the time obviously wait, waiting for the new album to come out uh there's still a lot of old stuff being recommended and this was this was at, at the time her like other biggest single i believe nice um what was the name of the one we just listened to that Kate's brother. Kate's brother. 
Kate, C-A-T-E's brother. Ah, good to know. So, about, to know. All right, I'm going to start playing the number three track on BBD's list. I'm trying. This, this is the one that is parentheses, not friends, I'm guessing. Yes. Okay. I'm surprised this one made it to number three, but I did listen to it a lot, obviously. You must have, yeah. I do really like that voice. Yes, yeah, voice is good. I, I love it. I'm a sucker for a weird voice that's just not down the middle and has like some mm-hmm. some quirks mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, she's got some of that. And some bloops and bleeps. I love good bloops and bleeps. This song's got a lot of bloops and bleeps. <laughs> you can't get this analysis anywhere else. <laughs> just <laughs> digging into the bloops and the bleeps. <laughs> Some will give you bloops. Some podcasts will give you bleeps. We give you both the bloops and the yeah. bleeps. I mean, there's an artist on, on my list. I think like, I think after the Apple Music gives you all the way to like your top 15 artists, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I, I saw like Traverches. I'll call them most down. Traverches. I think just outside the top uh, 10. Another good bloops and bleeps band. I've been I've actually been listening to their 10 uh, year anniversary album. Yeah. Of what you believe. Uh, that's that's the album I'm currently listening to in the car right now. Oh, like, not right this second, but like when I drive, when I do drive, that is the album that goes on. <laughs> you know, I like to, to get into my process. I like to take an album that I'm up to. Right, I'm a little behind in music right now. I'm still in October, and uh, I'll listen to the album a good five times, and then I'll roll over to the next. What album. do you mean you're October? Like five times. Like a stuff this, that you want to uh, catch up on. Well, this ten year anniversary album was released on October twentieth. Uh-huh. So, gotcha, gotcha. I'm uh trying to go in order speaking, next up speaking is the of driving and album. playing music uh is there a song that you've heard the most or like how do i phrase this yes there is a song that i've heard, heard the most. most okay i guess we'll find out later what that is, <laughs> 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 is what song have you crashed your car the most to is what i want to ask it's funny because Ooh. i can remember what song was playing <laughs> it's amazing there's an answer to this most question of, <laughs> Most of the times I have, I mean, it's a different, there's not been a, a song, where, but I remember the first time I hit a parked car, um, the a song from Legally Blonde, the musical soundtrack was playing. Okay. Um, I remember the first time a car crashed into me, uh, Sometimes by Britney Spears was playing. Crash into me by David I remember the, Matthews was playing. The first, <laughs> the first time I got pulled over, a song from the Rent musical soundtrack was playing. And as a cop walked over, um, you just <laughs> cranked it louder. I can't hear you. <laughs> well, that was why I didn't pull over because I couldn't. I was blasting it so loud I couldn't hear the siren, and I couldn't. And I only pulled over after I was parked. Like miles parked, of chase at a red light, at a red light on my phone, and the car and the cop was knocking on my window, telling me, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> You're that has to be like some some tack on uh, tickets for that one. Um, well, yeah, I got. It's the only time I've been pulled over. I got four tickets in one swing. <laughs> <laughs> but one of them was for the no I, I, I'm sure I'm sure I've told this story on the podcast before, it, yeah. but one of them was for the no registration and he was like license and registration and I was like it's my mom's car I don't know where she keeps the registration it's somewhere in this glove and I bet it was, yeah, I bet it was like, in there somewhere and he, he was like either you have it or you don't I'm like well I have it I just need to find it he's like okay you don't have it I'm like okay all right you well, can help me look for it if you want somewhere in this car I swear <laughs> yeah so yeah I'm glad you brought that up because I, I do tend to remember what song is playing during these traumatic yeah I had a feeling because I know you're always playing music there's not a moment where you're not so good okay so i hope i hope at some point there is a a repeat crash song (laughs) there really (laughs) were crashes i'll say this is it this is the repeat (laughs) (laughs) you're flying off the bridge (laughs) uh all right off the bridge bridge. this is bbd's number two song of the year the lost oh no lost the breakup flip those words around oh my here we go Ah, that oh, is the that was the big the single stuff. that I that I heard. <laughs> 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 
This is the same thing's gonna happen, uh, but worse with my top five. Why? Mm. It's all one artist. Wait, what do you mean? He's, he's got four oh, to five. You know I got all one. I think I, I think I might have the same artist as, as you. <laughs> nice. But unfortunately, it is like the same album taking over yeah. that did last year as well. I don't know how that happened because I felt like I listened to other albums more, but I have to talk over Maisie I, right now. Who's doing <laughs> but a but job. we do we do have to though. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. Um, I'm course. very excited. Once I there catch up with all course. the albums that I want to listen to. Very excited to get into oh, some yeah. Maisie Peter. I feel like I have heard the name before. I didn't know what her deal was until until right this second, actually. I'm this now is, understanding what her deal two. is. And I, every time I take is a shit, I, I tell the toilet. That's, that's a worthy is number two. When you, when you go to the bowl in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Same wavelength. Um, yeah, no, this is great. I, I'm so glad that we had you on just for this. Just so we can both get a new favorite artist. I think this is, a, this is bound to happen. I'm excited about Maisie. Yeah. She's got got a lot out there, man. Got a lot the, of bops. This album, she has one other like full one that the, the previous song was from. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Can you tell what happened to me this year? Um, Did you lose the breakup? Uh, well, you know, who's to declare winners? <laughs> <and losing. laughs> but but the, the, a breakup happened. <laughs> I accidentally they, cried really hard on the internet about it. <laughs> you know what? Oh, well. They've been going around. It's not it's not just you, don't uh, worry. I'm excited to clip it that happens. moment from the show. This is why we have air. video, so I can clip BBD going, Can you tell what happened to me this year? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Produce Brendan put his producer hat on and was like, There's a chance we could get someone to cry this week. Let's get the cameras rolling. <laughs> Uh, this could be good. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the other reasons I knew that BBD had good taste in music, especially for me and you, Gagan, uh, is that he will mostly once a day post a picture of a bridge near his house and uh, along with a song that he wants to listen to, I guess. I don't know. But he always, not always, but half the time it'll be an Avril Lavigne song. I'm like, this guy fucking fucks. It's a lot of Avril, yeah. Avril's great. And you know what? I'll, I'll get into the nitty gritty of my top 100 and the artists that appeared there. No Avril this year, unfortunately. No Avril? Oh my God. Oh, not any of the top 100. 100. Not any of the top 100. Um, she was like my number three artist last year or something, but unfortunately. Yeah, she She's like pretty perennially in my top five mm. every year. She's wow. just, she's a staple for me. She made she made a, a big showing on both of ours last year with uh, with her recent album but i, I think I, just, I overplay that one and just try to stay away for most of the year this year so i could enjoy it in 2024 sometimes i'll take like full gap years <laughs> yeah, of artists so i can enjoy every them. other and every and every other year type of thing with yeah, avril yeah for sure that's fair all right well this this is uh your number one bsc batshit crazy one. by Maisie peters what batshit crazy uh bsc Oh, oh! I suppose I shouldn't have spoiled it for you. It's kind of a, it's it's kind of a moment for people when they figure out that's what it means. That's okay. I I I like getting spoiled on things. Yeah, I'm I'm not the most worried about spoilers, especially usually not in three minute songs either. Yeah. Yeah. It's also not. Here's the chorus. Oh, you know what? I've seen this uh, album cover. No, and I never clicked on it. Let me see if I've seen it. No, I haven't. I've not seen it. Now I have. As of one second ago. You know, I bet if I heard this song and I heard that line, I still wouldn't have gotten it right away. 
Uh, myself. Okay. That's your number one. Are, are you proud of yourself and where your top five landed? Um, on a song level, I mean, I'm fine with it. Uh, I'm, I'm guess I'm more just, you know, I don't like when it's all when it's dominated by one artist like that. It's like I didn't share it to my Instagram yeah, like story on Rap it's not Day. Exciting to see. Yeah, like I like it. I feel like my my overall taste is more rounded than just this one artist, but she was a clear number one this year. Right, but now you look like a simpleton. Simple yeah, but now I look like I just listened to to one person. I feel like and I, like, and I, I don't. I feel like the same thing happens to me every year where the top five is one artist, usually the same artist, and then like six through ten are like all different artists though. But for whatever reason, those top five are yeah. always the same, the same, the same person. Yeah, like they're, I can like my. Like of the rest of the top ten, I think only one more was a Maisie song, and mm-hmm. right, Rihanna, Halsey, Olivia Rodrigo got in mm-hmm. there. Oh, we have some Olivia Sonia. on mine as well. But the top oh, five is what gets the clicks, and that's what, that's what you got to post. The top five is what gets clicks. Yeah, and they were between my top three all being like pop artists, and but like and and all the songs being from those three people. Uh, my my like most common genre was still rap music, which I still would say like is my go to wow. genre of music. But I don't know. Interesting data data. Huh? That is crazy, man. <laughs> but it's fun. It? I I do like that. It is fun to see it shake out like that. Like you wouldn't see, you wouldn't guess from your top five songs that you had almost any rap on here. And there is some in there in the mix. Yeah, I, I would have guessed that you've never heard a rap song in your life after hearing your top five <laughs> just by looking at never you forever. <laughs> just by looking. <laughs> Uh, all right, so now, Matthew here, we're going to go through your top oh, five. Do, do, do you want to announce them yourself, five to one, and then I'll play them? Uh, yeah, sure. You want me to go through them quick right now? Yeah. Um, let me, let me just, just to make sure I got this right. And, and again, this is not nearly reflective of my favorite songs of the year, my favorite songs by this artist. So I'll, I'll say quick before or, you start. Even, I don't know if you know this, but there is a repeat, one repeat song, I think, on here. I think being That was on my top five last year yeah. as well? Yeah, I think being Karma. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, it's a little spoiler for one of the songs mm-hmm. in my top five. Um, Might have been the same number, too. Number all right. Num- mm-hmm. Yeah. Number five, Vigilante Shit by Taylor Swift. Number four, Mastermind by Taylor Swift. Number three, Karma by Taylor Swift. Number two, switching it up a little here, not on the Midnight's album. <laughs> it is the all-too-well 10-minute version by, of course, Taylor wow, Swift. Wow, how diverse of you. Not the same album. And the number one, we're going back to Midnight's. It is Bejeweled by Taylor Swift. And I don't know, understand, because... I understand how all of these songs ended up near the top last year because that is when Midnight's came out and I listened to it nonstop until the end of the year. I guess I listened to it nonstop going into this year as well because like I, I there were other albums that came out that I should have been listening to more, mm. but these were the ones still that uh, ended up getting up there. These all definitely were on the, the tour playlist. Did you listen to the tour playlist a lot? That that could definitely be it. All, all five yeah, of these were on the tour I mean, playlist. All two, yeah, all too well. Ten minute version makes sense because I was listening to that. Do you like Mastermind? I'm kind of surprised um, by you. I feel like you weren't that high in that song. Well, I'm not high. I'm, I'm high on Karma. I'm not too high on any of these. Like Bejeweled is my number one song. Yeah, Vigilante not, shit and, too. I was like, we, oh, Gagan got horny from the concert when she saw her drop on the chair. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> no, I think you are onto something that I probably listened to the album itself a lot, and then also listened to the the set list playlist to get yeah. ready for. The tour a lot the, two as real, well. the, the three real bops are the top three. Uh, four and five, I'm surprised that Swifty would have them as their four and five this oh, this geez, year. You're... Yes, yes, yes. 
Um, okay, so right, I'll play. I'll, I guess one. I'll start with that. Yeah, vigilante shit. Yeah, I guess coming at you. Team seem to number five. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, this this song is almost like a, a novelty song at this point. Now, yeah. Now, um, Sometimes I big baby, you haven't you haven't uh, spoken uh, since we started talking about Taylor Swift. How do you even feel about uh, uh, Taylor? Even though, as many crazy Swifty fans as she has, she has almost as many haters and detractors. But you know, I'm assuming it's a spectrum. You could fall anywhere on that on that spectrum. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't fully dived in. I I, I definitely can't say I'm a hater. No no beef okay. there. Just she and I haven't good, fully good, yeah. haven't fully clicked. You know? Okay. Interesting. I feel like everything I hear, I'm like, yeah, it's good. Okay. <laughs> All right. I've, I've, I can appreciate that. Right. Yeah. Hasn't been just hasn't been like a oh my favorite ever, which is like what it feels like she is for a lot of people. Okay. Yeah, it kind of just kind of just happens. I don't know. Well, you're being you're, you're such a rap man. There's an album where she raps a couple times on it. <laughs> Maybe that's a good entry point for you. <laughs> True. <laughs> that it's not embarrassing at all. Um, <laughs> I really did think that was embarrassing at first when I heard, when I heard it, and I, I, I it's kind of like how you were with. Um, what song is that on that album? One of the songs that you ironically force yourself to like on Reputation. Look what you made me do. Yeah, like some of the rap verses on that album. Lead like, single. This is embarrassing, but I love it. And it's just really, really interesting. I think we have enough of this song. Um, yeah, I think I think so. It's it's much better in concert because she's got the great outfit on. She does the sexy dance with the chair. Everyone loves it. Um, as a song by itself, it's middle of the pack, I'd say for me. In this album. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, you playing the whole thing? You said that's brings, enough of that. And you yeah, it brings, it brings whole, us to our, our number four, Midnight Rain. <laughs> that is not number four. I'm just I'm gonna play the whole album, Mastermind. See, these are some good this song, loops. This, oh yeah, this song sounds like exactly the same as a uh, Suburban Legends on on the 1989 Taylor's verse yes. version from from the vault. Um, a lot of those vault songs sound very similar to a lot of Midnight songs, which makes you know me think that maybe she was doing 1989 was like, oh shit, I think we have something here. We can make Midnights. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just another one, you know. Great album. I like it. I enjoyed it. The bridge in this is, is good. I watched uh, over the weekend. I was in Washington D.C. with a friend of the pod, Lita Brillman, and we saw Beyonce tour movie. Oh, uh, how was that? On Saturday. I gotta say, you know, I'm a big Swifty. I like Beyonce as well. Uh, not, you know, a lot of people are really, you know, Beehive members. I, I, I would not say I'm part of the Beehive. No. Um, but, but I like Beyonce enough. But I gotta say, the tour movie was much better than the Taylor Swift tour movie. Really? In what respect uh, is it? The movie. Not just a like recanting of the of the show. Exactly. The movie we just got the concert for Taylor for Beyonce. There was behind the scenes stuff. Mm. It was really really cool stuff there. There was like uh, you know production stuff that you got to see. There was you know um, you got a lot of a, a lot of you know Beyonce having like a in voiceover like narrating mm. some some stuff. And then I guess also I mean I had already seen the Taylor Swift tour like in person, not to brag. So seeing it mm-hmm. uh, in theaters was was nothing new. But Beyonce yeah. just to see the whole production of that yeah. of that of that show it was very impressive. I was a was a really big fan of the movie. I, you know, That's cool. No, I, 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 I wouldn't give credit, credit I would never want to throw out the, better than the Taylor Swift movie. Taylor Swift tour movie. I want both of those things. I want the version of the Beyonce movie that you're talking about for Taylor Swift, but I still want to keep the tour movie the way it is so I can have just a, a collection of 
the concert just to go like, oh, I want to watch the concert right now. I'll go watch that. And then as like a documentary type thing, you can also have the behind the scenes stuff. I guess kind of like what she did for, um, she did that for Reputation or Lover. I forget which one she did that for. That was more of like a documentary. I didn't watch that one. Mm -hmm. I should go back and do it. But cool. We'll we'll, uh, recap it for the podcast. Yeah. I kind of also wish that Beyonce did a version of her concert that Taylor did too, because I'm never going to see Beyonce live. It's just too expensive. Okay. Expensive. Or say never. I mean, I guess it would be expensive. Yeah, yeah. kind of crazy. Um, I was trying to get Olivia Rodrigo tickets, and ooh, so expensive, more expensive than the Taylor Swift tickets we got. Really? On a Monday or a Tuesday, they were like four hundred fifty dollars. Kind of crazy. And then any other day, they were like six hundred fifty. BBD, are you a member of the Beehive at all? Uh, I I would say I land in a similar spot. Like, I, I can't claim, uh, you know, a membership to, uh, to the Beehive, but right. I I like Beyonce. Yeah. There's some bops. All right, this is uh, games number three, Karma. Now I, I think song. we can both agree this is the the best version of the song. Oh, you don't like the Ice Spice version? No, it's just I do <laughs> added sprinkles. I don't need. I do like Ice Spice saying "facts." You know, that's the one part you like most. <laughs> that's my part. I like. I think it's if they could bad. keep the simit out and just have a version where Ice Spice just says "facts" towards the yeah. end, I think that would be the superior version. It is cool that we have seen the moment in history where she did perform it live for everyone, and we watched like the video for, for premiere. Time, we that premiered was the cool. music video. Yeah, you can brag about that forever. But as a song, this is. I don't know. I always have a hard time when you are introduced to a song that doesn't have a rap verse in it, and then they try and shoehorn it in there. I'm always going to love the one I fell in love with first. Um, How do you feel about uh, Bad Blood? I was just going to say that, on the contrary, I do like the Kendrick version more, Bad Blood, because Bad Blood is not one of my favorite songs to begin with on that album, so I think no, you can taint it all you want. My le- I'd say the only skip on that album is Bad Blood. I would skip it so that I can listen to Kendrick's version at the end. Okay. Yeah, just full-on replace it. Um, yeah, he's got he's got some good verse. I just like I'm a sucker for anything Kendrick says because his like weird rasp voice just sounds good saying anything. Um, he was in the Beyonce movie, was he? What did yeah, he do? Short King. He is very uh, short. He, he raps. He raps. Yeah. I, <laughs> okay. Wait, very. He's my height, so let's calm down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the number two song on Matthew's list, all too well timid version, which I just sang on a party bus on Saturday. You know I. Re- Wow. You know, I really wish I could have gotten this to number one. I, I can't believe this is going <laughs> to be at number two. To, yeah, to I, I don't even jeweled. know what part of the song to play, really. I guess we'll have to listen to the whole thing. I guess so. Buckle in. <laughs> Buckle you think we're bored of the Taylor Swift talk, talk, talk yet? <laughs> I mean, it's only it's once a year. <laughs> so. I might just sing this whole thing. You know, I... Uh, <laughs> they played this song in a coffee shop that I was in, and... Um, I was like, I was listening. I was like, oh, are they going to do like regular version? Are they really going to go out and play the 10 minute version? Mm-hmm. I start hearing the 10 minute version stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, they're playing the 10 minute version. And then they turned it into like a 15 minute version because before they got to like the little coda at the end, yeah. they go back to like midway third. Like, like, someone, I guess, who had the ox at the coffee shop, rewound oh. it to like halfway through to make it even I was like, I'm going crazy. Right? They playing this song. <laughs> The, so the fans like, have created an extra long version. version. Back to the middle of this song. <laughs> <laughs> and I seamlessly did it where you didn't really notice. That's yeah, impressive. whoever was like, oh shit, I took an order. I missed my favorite part. Let me rewind to <laughs> halfway through again. It was going on with the bus ride. It was, we, had the bu- we, we just parked at our last stop of our brewery tour. 
Uh, but we had, I think, maybe 20 minutes left in the bus. I'm like, well, you know what's less than 20 minutes? Tyler Swift's you also well we to Twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> or one and a third of the Starbucks version. <laughs> the 15-minute version. <laughs> yes. Well, not in the Starbucks. I was oh, okay. Oh, you're a local coffee man. Look at you. I mean, I don't, I don't think I've ever purchased from a Starbucks. Wow, I, you know I'm a Babylon go. Bean guy. Ah, okay. That's a nice place. It's a great place. I, that's where I came from just now. Nice. Good hangout spot. All right, let's fast forward a little bit to some new places in the song. Oh, the anti-coffee shop move. Fast forwarding. <laughs> Making up for their, for their yeah, loss. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, well, we really don't have time for all this, so I'm going to go to your final it is song. A, it is a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Everyone I knows. think everyone, we can, all agree everyone on can agree on it. Uh, this is your number one song. Now, Bejeweled. unfortunately, this. Now I feel like I, I've now turned into a bejeweled hater just because I'm so upset that it's my number one, <laughs> it's my number one song. Also, a great music video. I love watching Taylor yes. Swift uh, kick her feet in a martini glass. <laughs> Always fun. It, it, was, it is a very fun music video. I just don't know. I. I I don't know. I don't know who I'm apologizing to right now. That this is number one. I don't think anyone cares. This whole top five are apologizing to myself. (laughs) (laughs) What was my number one last year? Do you remember, Brendan? Uh, Or do you have that information? I don't think I have information handy. That's a dig through through my screenshots from a year ago. No, no, you you don't have to do that. There's something on this album, so we could probably put our heads together. There's definitely something on this album. I was Um, probably anti-hero, honestly. Oh yes, you're right. It was. Yeah, it, it was. Yes, I mean, remember you going on and on sense. about how they would play it at work, even, and it didn't even represent the full amount of times that you had actually listened to it. Right, right. They played it like ten times in a row. Not in a row. That's crazy. But like ten times in a <laughs> that, day, it was. It was crazy. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> um, ten times in a row would be crazy. <laughs> I think we can all agree. The only song that's not crazy for is, it, is "Give It Up" by Casey's Sunshine Band. That oh, song you can play God. endlessly. Famously in my top 100 songs of all time. Very good. Um, okay. Well, I think that's enough about you. Um, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. It's my turn. Uh, I disappoint. I'm going to get into my, I guess, me raving about Paramore now because Paramore took my top five spots. With the number five uh-huh. spot, we have Running Out of Time. Then we have All I Wanted. Then Thick Skull. Then You First. Then Big Man, mm-hmm. Little Dignity. Uh, songs five... Three, two, and one were on This Is Why, and all I wanted was the only outlier there. Um, so you really. Uh, so I was, I was really searching that, out, seeking out album. all I wanted just so I could hear her scream a little bit. Uh, mm. Otherwise, I'd say that This Is Why is my favorite Paramore album. Maybe recency bias. That's crazy. But it's my favorite. It's, it's been almost, it's been nine ish months, maybe 10 months. Well, so it's, it's still in there, still up there. Uh, I love it. As a Paramore fan, do you do you like this album? Me, yeah, I do, I do like the album. I think it, and it's only it's a. Uh, I wasn't, I guess, too into it the first couple of times I listened to, but it's really grown on me since then. The more I listen to it, the more I like it. Um, yeah. But it is, uh, I would not say my my favorite okay. uh, Paramore album. Um, but uh, it's crazy that. Um, Paramore took up your your top five. I thought we were going to be in sync here with you getting Taylor Swift as well. I know. I, it, what it seems like is that Taylor Swift, because she still had my top artists. Spoiler alert. 
uh, and by a large margin, just where, that where Paramore was, makes up the top five, and then yeah, Paramore had eight hundred fourteen minutes, and Taylor Swift had twenty five thirty seven. See, so that, I guess I just spread the wealth, the wealth across all. She has so many albums that I guess you could spread the wealth right. more evenly. Um, well, I really wish Spotify would give me the minutes breakdowns for everyone. I just know. And people make fun of the Apple Music users, and we get this this deep, deep data. I know. Um, I BBD, know. have you heard this album this year? BBD. Uh, I can't say I've heard the album. This is probably about the time when I should admit. I kind of listened to music wrong. Um, <laughs> I was like, waiting for you to admit this. If, I had a feeling it's it was real, coming. Really, like, straight up listening to albums, it's got to be artists I'm, like, all in on. And I like Paramore a lot. I'm actually kind of surprised that this is the first time I'm really hearing of a new album that happened. But, uh... I think it might, like might have been February. It's not, they're not one of the artists I listen to yeah, that, like, that, like, I'll go full album mm-hmm. for. Here, I'll play my See, number I, five song while we talk about this. Running out of time. That's how I, that's how I listened listen to music i go full album i go full i mean yeah. obviously if a single drops and i want to listen to it i'll, I'll throw it on a playlist yeah. and, and well i would do like what it, you do with Maisie peters where like i find her and then i get excited for like oh she's got a new album coming out awesome let me like catch up on everything else and then once a new album yeah. comes out i'll just like listen to that top to bottom and if i forgot where i left off i'll just start it over again and just like keep running through it and then like a little cycle like on, honestly like ever since i got out of college i feel like i like in college i was good at listening to music like a, like a real music person mm-hmm and I like, listen to albums. Yeah, and that's kind of. Well, you know what it is? I stopped ever like driving any sort of distances. That's what. It, yeah, that's that was the big that's thing. That's what it is. Losing my commute was big because I used to be able to on the commute home just listen to an album a day. Now it's like, and now it, now it's tough to, to get an album in in a day. Oh, here you go. Um, oh yeah. See, I, I, it's a great then, album because. This band has been around for so long. They, they don't really put out that much music, honestly. They, they could skip, like, five-year chunks and then come back out with something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's fun because they don't just, like, oh, you know, we started off as pop punk, a pop-punk band. Then we started to going almost, like, towards uh, the modern era of New Wave a little bit. And now they're just like, let's just do, mm-hmm. like, a, a weird indie rock album. So it's, it's important to me when uh, an artist just has growth or just, like, just kind of has some diversity. Because otherwise you're going to kind of get bored of the same old sound now and again so i i really appreciate that that about them mm-hmm. so way to go Haley. um all right so i i have a question for you but i okay. guess should should you play the next one I'm first going and into then we could... all i wanted by paramore this is a it's an all-time classic and i don't know what, what about the song they come was back to somebody it. who that's michelle branch this is on, this is on um, a brand new eyes from i like that song too <laughs> so do I. Also, Bob. I think I think Michelle Branch's best song, better than uh, "Cause You're Everywhere to Me." Mm. I think, yeah. Michelle um, Branch, I think, has some great uh, Santana collabs. Um, I will take your word for it. That, that <laughs> like, I think like it might be the same record. album that the Rob Thomas "Smooth" song is on. Um, Vanessa Carlton. Was oh no, that's what I'm thinking. In... Of. Oops, sorry to mix them up. Oh, uh, you're thinking of Vanessa Carlton? So okay. Yeah. It's she was in that Counting Crows song. I love the hey, paradise. She did the oom bops, right? Ooh, yeah, before she was, before she ever played that piano a thousand miles. Um, <laughs> my question for you was, uh, what is your least favorite Paramore album? Okay, good question. Thank you. Let me go to look at the album list so I can have a ranking one through six. <laughs> okay, let's let's find out. Well, obviously, <laughs> so one is obviously this is why. <clears throat> Honestly, I, I hate to, to be this guy, but like recency bias again. After laughter, I really love. 
Um, I love After Laughter. Yeah, so I'm going to say, one, this is why. Two, After Laughter. Um, I think three is maybe Riot. Riot is such a classic, and then yeah. I was re-listening to it, and I was like, man, did I overrate this in my mind? But I don't think so. No, think... you're good. Okay. okay you're good. You. I promise. <laughs> then Brand New Eyes, <laughs> then All We Know Is Falling. I only really did, I did a full deep dive on the entire discography this year, because I loved... This is why so much. I'm like, let me see what else I got. Um, did you did you name self titled? No, it's not showing up here. One with. So I guess I'll put that at the end. Do you? Do you? Ain't it fun? Oh yes, yes, yes. That was number three. This is why after laughter Paramore. Oh, then so Rod. the most recent three. Oh no, are your three I favorite? Can't do that. Well, you can if, I, that's, if that's your truth. Paramore is, is very is very that's what you believe. It's very long yeah. though, so it's very spotty in the way that uh, like there's some great stuff in there, but you have to get through a couple clunkers here and there because it's like 18 songs long, I think. I think Paramore's oh first God. album yeah. is definitely is definitely their weakest. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store check out daily promotions same game parlays live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc album i think there's only like half the songs are even good yeah then i'd put the self-titled one uh five out of six okay the top four is hard though do you think this is interesting yeah. to people? Do you think people are turning this off? Do you think people care? <laughs> they what don't think care. About Paramore albums. <laughs> people love when you live rank things I, in front of them. I care. I. Th- I mean, I do like. Oh, I, I, I would listen to that. That's my favorite Haley belts. That's some good shit right there. This podcast. That is. That is why we started the Lonely Boys podcast because if, we yeah. knew someday. If you got through that annoying live ranking, that you got to at least hear the belts. Um. So I'll, uh, I'll get into my number three song, Thick Skull. Spoiler alert. This is the number three song, but this is definitively my favorite Paramore song that there is. This uh, is your favorite, my Paramore, favorite Paramore song. song. It only made number three with 17 plays, and number two and one had 18 plays. So I think this is just suffers from me not wanting to spoil my favorite song. That's all I'll say about that. So you know what? I won't right. play number two and number one so that it, now it's tied with <laughs> one, two, and three. It's the only way to <laughs> that solve that. That is how that. it works. Um, it's just a weird. It's like a weird good song. It, it sounds like almost nothing else that Paramore has. It's just it's very angsty and angry. Uh, and it just I like weird stuff. She sounds really good in this song. She yells a bunch. I like when she yells instead of sings. Sometimes she got she got some good growl in this one. I'll be honest. I don't even remember this song. This is the I think the final song on. This is why. Yes, I am. I'm so I'll just get to it word. is not one. It is not one that I saved to a to a playlist. Unfortunately, it got it got lost in time for me. What do, you, what do you save songs to? You save songs to like random playlists for, for specific activities that you do? or 
I mean, sometimes I'll make like a jogging playlist, but usually it's just a you know a, a, a snapshot in time. I'll make a playlist for the for like the three months of time that I'm in, and then when it gets too big, I'll be like, I'm gonna start another playlist now. Okay. Okay. I mean, and then if I ever, it's how you bopping. Yeah, and then if I'm ever feeling like nostalgic for the summer of 2017, I'll go back to those three month playlist and I'll play those songs again. Okay. I mean, she just... I, I think to be this album, she just proved how she's a multifaceted artist. I, I really was disappointed with her solo stuff that came out. I thought she was going to be like, this is going to define her as a pop artist, and it just didn't hit. So I think now what she... about when she's what about when she sang, um, can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky like with shooting BLB? stars? I didn't... Flat Earth Bob, I believe he goes by now. Right. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> <laughs> He's a big flat earther, yeah. I've, I've heard him on some videos where he comes on and says, hey, what's up, guys? Flat Earth Bob here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to believe you on that. I think he's rebranding himself. I really, I really do. I so he has more followers than ever flat, now? I, I, I think, think he's Flat Earth Bob now. I know. I, I, I've heard. I'm not making it up. I, I've heard this before. Okay. I've heard him say Flat Earth Bob. Uh, this is my number two, number two song, You First. Just, just more of the same. I'll, I'll skip through the next one pretty quickly. But uh, Speaking of um, Flat Earth Bob, I was eavesdropping on some, some students today, and they were like, it seemed like they had... Are they your this. students, or this is a different school, different class? Yeah, it was a different school. I broke into a school just <laughs> okay. to eavesdrop on the student. No, this is, this is in, a different school. <laughs> this is in my class. And then it, it seemed like they were discovering, like, Flat Earthers for the first time. They were like, did you know that there are people that, like, honestly believe that the earth is flat and the other girl's like that would make me want to kill myself if i heard someone <laughs> believe that <laughs> that's my girl <laughs> i think you're gonna say can you believe that there's people just like us out there <laughs> she's like I, she's like i don't know what's going on what my tiktok algorithm keeps giving me things where like people think that there's, that the earth is flat <laughs> that's a, that's I a big sports though, player thing right what's what's the the old the Kyrie irving's a flat earther he's the other yeah one? Kyrie irving yeah. among i believe other interesting beliefs that he might have <laughs> he's got he's got some thoughts out there he's no yeah, longer he should keep uh, those thoughts to himself i don't believe i don't know you can confirm that that i can't I, I can't tell you uh and this is my number one song big man little dignity just uh this this one's fun because it's got some it sounds like woodwinds i'm not an instrument man but it sounds like to me if i were to recognize woodwinds <laughs> that, that would be it which yeah. woodwinds do you think I pulled up an article by people.com that has a short list of famous people who think the earth is flat. Okay. The first two listed are Kyrie Irving and B.O.B. <laughs> Kyrie Irving and B.O.B. is on the list. Teal Tequila, nice. Um, Jimmy Sherry Shepard. Another one of the maybe Teal Tequila's least controversial opinions. <laughs> yeah. There seems to be a... <laughs> oh, did you get distracted by the wonderful song? I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happened. To me. Yeah, that happened. Okay, so that, that's, we get it. It's fun. The song's great. The album's great. We're really Fantastic. breaking down a lot of uh, Maisie Peters, Taylor Swift, and Paramore. Which at least it was three separate artists that took over. I mean, uh, the true disaster podcast would be if all three of us came in here and we're just listening to 15 straight Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> at least we, hopefully, some people got something new out of this. I mean, BBD didn't know this album even existed. We didn't know about Maisie Peters. And you brought nothing to the table, I guess. <laughs> so. yeah, well, made for the one yeah. person that listens to this podcast somehow <laughs> that didn't know about Taylor Swift. Um, but somebody <laughs> learned about Taylor Swift from 
Somebody. Yeah. Uh, the, the one interesting um, thing I can say about this album uh, is that there was that uh, like sort of remix version of it called In Response to This Is Why. And if you haven't listened, if you like this album and you haven't listened to RE This Is Why, it's just kind of like a version where Paramore gave their songs to all of their musical friends. Like, hey, fuck with it. And then they returned in each individual track. And there's just uh, 12 more new songs that almost sound uh, completely separate from the original 10 so those are a lot of fun go check them out there's there's some just very very weird ones that are just totally out there uh, that just kind of sound like noise and there's some that sound like awesome pop songs uh, there's some people on here that you'd recognize if you listen to pop music being uh, Wet Leg is on here Remy Wolf is on there Claude so some of the, some familiar artists if you're into that sort of thing we'll say check it out four Paramore songs made my top 100 this year all four from this album. Oh, see, it's a, it's just a, by virtue of this album okay. being released this year. Bot. So yeah. Okay, so let's get into our top five artists each. Now this I'm excited for. Yeah. So BBD, you can break your remember... top five down for us. Yes, pulling up my list. Uh, going five, five to one. Leave people in suspense because oh, what did I? Who did I have number one? Uh, number five was uh, Quinn ninety two. Number four was Kanye West. Number oh. three, <laughs> uh, number three was Miley Cyrus. Number two was yeah. Avril Lavigne. Yeah. And number one was Maisie Peters. Yeah. Um. Do Do you have a, a particular song from each of these that you want to play, or am I just going to play the top song from what pops up on their list? Otherwise, I also just, I, I, I just wouldn't the have, top song. I wouldn't have known. It would have taken me some work to figure out what that number was. Uh, quit being Quinn ninety two. So thanks for helping me out there, and not just saying. I've, I've never heard of you got uh, Never heard of this Quinn ninety two. Quinn ninety two. This is uh, another uh, day you, in paradise. You'd like, yeah, this was the first song of his I ever heard. There so you go. That's that's apropos. <laughs> what kind of music would you say that Quinn ninety two usually plays? Um, he does like a. It's a da- he dabbles in the rap world. A little bit. There's a lot of different sounds. Okay. So now we're, we're getting a little bit more into uh, what represents you more. A little bit more. I was hap- more. I was pleasantly surprised he got into the top. Oh, it's Roman numerals 92. That's why you were so confused, Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You thought it was just spelled out in words. People thought my minor in Latin wasn't going to come in handy. <laughs> Yeah, when they clicked on this, they're like, I better come in handy. See, I was very confused when Ren was like, thank God you said 92, because I was having trouble figuring out what that was like. There's a lot of letters next to each other, and I just couldn't figure them out. <laughs> well, and I guess you can't count that high, but like, surely you can recognize what 92 looks like. You, you can put in a representative guess, right? <laughs> uh, okay, so that was Quinn, 92. Your number four artist, Kanye West, which we could skip. But he's got some great music, so I'm going to play Golden oh, yeah. just because it's fun. Uh, other- sure. it's fun. Otherwise, the top song by him right now is Father Stretch My Hands Part 1, which I'm not super familiar with Life of Pablo. Um, I know there's some I'd- good songs on that one, but I don't know if you have a favorite on that album. I am I am a big Life of Pablo fan. That that would be one of the songs that I would list as a favorite off there. That would I would call Life of Pablo in many ways my musical awakening. Oh. In that it was it was the Kanye West album that came out when I was a freshman in college. So that'll do it. 
That's uh, that's that's kind of a good formula there. Yeah. Uh, it's before resale stuff about like not wanting Jews around. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of uh, hanging out with uh, some opinions maybe that Kanye Tequila Tequila might share. Um, or if Kanye is a flirter, there seems to be a lot of overlap. Um, <laughs> yeah, like if you feel if you believe one, you believe all. He didn't all, appear but... on that other list. I'm sure he's <laughs> open. Yeah. Like any high schooler, I was very big into Kanye West back yeah. then. Graduation. And then I probably. Um, I, well, since my graduation of high school, I probably haven't listened to any uh, new Kanye West. Um, yeah, I, I guess we had to have something to balance out the Taylor Swift, just to keep bit. us honest over here. Yeah, this this will balance it out the most. Direct balance. Direct balance. Yeah. I listened to a lot of, you know, a lot of big Kanye songs out there. I, I listened to those and, and some deeper cuts in high school and stuff before this, but then... Freshman year college comes out, Life of Pablo comes out, and then I sort of went backwards, listened to everything all the way through, realized, oh, music's cool, and started liking <laughs> it for real. Yeah. He's got uh, and then, yeah. then got old, and now I like don't listen to music right anymore. So Maisie Peters, <laughs> you're risking on yourself about the way you listen to music. <laughs> it sounds like you do. You can do that however you want. Uh, it, it, he's got uh, so much good music; it's crazy. And it's unfortunate uh, because every, he's an insane person and a terrible person. Too, uh, so he's, he's really he's really yeah. important in rap. So it's what it is. He's I a, wish he's a I could man. like not be embarrassed that like yeah, he's my, he like is my favorite artist ever. But. <laughs> That's what that's it is. It's like embarrassing. That's the way I said all that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm continuing to qualify it right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad this entire podcast could be uh, embarrassing for you. So here's your number three artist. Yeah. Miley Cyrus. I'm going to play We Can't Stop. Because, I mean, who doesn't love oh, hell yeah. this song? Well, this is, uh, before Plastic Hearts came around, this was my favorite Miley album. Yeah. I, I had would a, agree. I think this is her era. Like, pop awakening, honestly. This is where she really started to. Yeah. She's awesome. Being like, I'm not just Hannah Montana. Yeah, I'm getting a fucking haircut. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. you guys can like see my boobs. <laughs> They're in there. I promise. Um, this is I think was this the album where we we with the famous uh, the turkey meme came from, where everyone's making fun of her for having like the the leg gap and her butt like looked like a a raw turkey. Oh, we were on different corners of the internet back in, <laughs> in uh, back in good, good, good. I, was, I, was, I was hoping for blank <laughs> blank faces with that. Uh, Miley Cyrus turkey. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> see the picture of me holding oh. a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come uh, on. I, uh, yeah, there's a weird outfit. It's kind of turkey. Yeah, it doesn't do her bunny favors. I guess. Looks- her butt looks weird in it. I get, I get how this happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Oh, this song's really good. I, I'm, it's really I'm, great. I'm a, big, I'm a big fan. And Miley Cyrus is great in general. As we've discussed with a friend of the pod, Matt Ligori, she really is the uh, Disney star that I ended up keeping up with uh, yeah. after after her time in in the Disney. You said in the, the same Disney thing last sphere. year. So it, it was my duty to listen to Selena Gomez, which I had not done. Yes. But I started watching yeah, the Christmas I show. Either, so but we should do, we should make an honest effort to get into Selena Gomez this we year. We should. We definitely should. For next yeah. year. Once 2024 strikes. <laughs> it's yeah, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. And there's a time. I mean, who there's a time when who would have thought Miley Cyrus is the one that like kind of lasts. Yeah. Like, people yeah. thought she's going to uh, fade out a listen, little bit. 
Listen, during this bangers era, she started scaring off some people. They were like, this is not but I think Montana. she really she welcomed the audience that she needed to have. Uh, I, I just recently yeah. watched the the movie the night before because I'm trying to like watch new Christmas movies because I'm so sick of all the old ones that I had watched my whole life. And the night before, I don't know how I never heard of it because it's a Seth Rogen joint from 2015 during like the prime of his stoner comedies with him and Joseph Gordon-Levitt mm-hmm. and some other guy. And there's a scene where Miley Cyrus plays live at the party that they're at, and it's right during this era. And she sings Wrecking Ball. And it's amazing. She even makes a joke. She, he's like, oh, Miley Cyrus, like, can you stop saying my whole name? She's, he's like, what do you want me to call you? She's like, Hannah. Call me Hannah. <laughs> it's a, just a very funny, <laughs> funny, funny joke. So props to Miley for having a good sense of humor. She's just uh, she's the best. She's cool. Uh, what's, Pineapple what's, Express. Remember that, uh, I mean, speaking of Seth Rogen, remember in Pineapple Express where, like, a main plot point is that he's dating a high schooler? I, I don't think I remember. I've seen the movie a lot of times, and I don't remember that. I guess I just it's like a main plot. He's dating a high school, <laughs> and I really did not think twice of it back when I was watching that movie. Like, I guess because we were high school. Yeah, no, yeah, his, like, oh, he can date me. He's just in high school. I wish yeah, the that's right. fuck me. <laughs> uh, okay, yes, I'm just watching Pineapple Express, going. I wish Seth Rogen would fuck me. There, there's actually a scene in um, the movie I was just talking about where I was like waiting for James Franco to show up somewhere because it was 2015. I'm like, where's he going to be? He's, I know he's not a main character. He's going to be in here James somewhere. James Franco was everywhere in 2015. And then he shows up at the end of the movie, and then he's he, he's gay for Seth Rogen's character in the movie. Makes sense. <laughs> there we go. Like, there he is. Uh, that's very funny. Okay, so here's BBD's number two artist, uh, Avril Lavigne. Mm, do I go oh, complicated or skater yeah. boy? Her girlfriend. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, I'll go. Here we go. Some choices. Here we go. None of them. Wow. Wow. You switched it <laughs> up, switched on it up us. on you. This is good. Subverting Wait. expectations. I mean, this is a, a true banger. I think this yeah, made, made yeah, strides yeah. for me this year, too. Yeah. I, think, I, I didn't love... Where are you standing on this album, I'm not. I don't know if I'm huge on this I was going to say an, under, an underappreciated Alvarell album. But it's tough because her first three albums are such uh, bangers that, you know, the other ones aren't ever going to be able to live up to them, but... Um, this is fun for what it is. It wasn't like a, di- and I'm blanking on the names of like her albums, but um, it wasn't a complete disaster like Ever Levine Five and Ever Levine Six were, or for lack of me remembering what the album titles are. <laughs> Giving them numbers. Good thing you didn't say Roman numerals. I'd have been so lost. <laughs> Ever Levine V. <laughs> um, and this is just a straight I mean, up good pop. It's really good. Yes. Really titled Avril Lavigne is not great. And then Head Above Water is also not great. What's with all these people having these self-titled albums that are not their best work? <laughs> it's a good point. That's when they that's when they literally put their name on. I mean, honestly, like yeah, there's a exactly. lot of like self-titled songs on an album that are like the worst songs on an album too. I feel like that a lot of times I'm like not excited <laughs> for the self-titled song. Right. And then, you know, she comes back with Love Sucks, which was uh, a great bounce back album for, for Avril Lavigne. That fully Love brought me in that Love album. Okay. Um, I, I would say that Under My Skin is Avril's uh, best album front to back. That's 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 my uh, that's my take. Okay. Um, <laughs> disagree with me if you must. And I know you must, but. I, I'm, I'm just such um, a stan of Love Sucks. Uh, I need to go back and prove myself wrong, essentially. Yeah. My, yeah, my top two are definitely Love Sucks and Best Damn Thing. Important to, to who I am as a person. That was out. Of course, yes. Yeah. Like fourth grade. Like we were literally singing Girlfriend on the playground. Hell yeah. Everything off that album. 
I really like. It's, it's, it's funny. That's you're you're uh, a young man for being an Avril stan. Yeah. Oh, that's I was true. in early. Yeah. That is true, yeah. Um, so good. And I know that that song came out when, uh, when I was in Mr. Cullen's class, either sports marketing, sports management, or uh, business law, because he did make us copy down the top five Billboard songs every week for some reason. Oh, that was on it. And that was, that was up there. Nice. Yep. Every every Monday we'd come in, we'd have to copy down. He'd have them written on the board. We have to copy down the top five no top five Billboard songs, the top ten TV shows in the Nielsen ratings for the week, and the top five uh, grossing movies for the week. Don't know why we had to do that. It had nothing to do with sports management, <laughs> sports marketing, to write it down. or business law. <laughs> he just he and then we didn't do anything with it either. He just, he would and then at the end that. of every quarter he'd have a we'd have a notebook check where we'd bring our notebook up and he'd go through to make sure we had them all in there. Like, this will be good for when you have you all have podcasts in twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> but important. we never did any any of this information. Uh, I never had that kind. Is of it, is is that is that just uh, an opportunity to give everybody? like a, a free a on something like i guess i don't know he was he was a strange guy but i do i think i had i acquired most of my comedy from 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 mr Cole. <laughs> <laughs> he's good for something he's the guy with the x sandwich he had right? a lot of he, he has, he's had a lot of quips that i've brought into my <laughs> brought into my <laughs> classroom how, do you, how does one get the wrong whenever any, so you have to have a teacher that has anyone, clips to get your own <laughs> Whenever anyone asked him what we were doing in class today, he'd say big party. And now when anyone asked me what we're doing in class today, I will say big party. <laughs> so I've carried, on, I've carried on his legacy. <laughs> big party, big party. Big party, big party. Big party. <laughs> and that, if I, if I were teaching and I had had that experience, I would be running that back a lot. So <laughs> exactly. that's a good move. By whenever, you. whenever anyone would try to sell him uh, like candy, like students would do, he'd have one of two lines. He'd say, no, thanks. I'm trying to quit or no, thanks. I'm driving tonight. And you better believe oh, I you said, carried you do that a lot. <laughs> you know, I'm learning a lot about you that I didn't want to know. I thought you were an original man. And now I just know you're a fucking these, phony. These are Cullen originals, baby, that I have just... You're just a carbon copy of Mr. Cullen. And then, of course, the most famous one he had. Well, he, he said most definitely about everything, but that's not really one that's that's that funny. And then the, the egg sandwich one, whenever anyone would bring up, oh, this baseball player only makes $3 million, he'd say, $3 million? Do you know how many egg sandwiches I could buy with $3 million? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Egg sandwich was the ultimate it's... currency. <laughs> <laughs> They're more valuable than the dollar. <laughs> That's what you'd spend all of it on. Do, do you know how he would corner. get his egg sandwiches? Were they on bagels or were they on rolls? <laughs> his his big thing also was that he didn't have a cell phone and said he would never get a cell phone. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. So we'll have to circle back around cell, that. Cell phone, don't even know how to use one. Never will get one. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> okay, thanks. we'll see. Thanks for, thanks for telling <laughs> us again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I guess he won't be a caller to this show. Uh, here's PBD's number one song. Number one artist. Number one artist. We, we didn't play this before, so this works out well. This is uh, Maisie Peters' top song, Worst of You. So explain yourself. Why did this not make your top five? This is one of the sad ones. This is uh, this definitely could have been on my top five. Like, if it would appear there, I would have said that makes sense. Like, good song. I really like it. Okay. Um, didn't didn't end up didn't make it okay so would you say this is a good entry point for a new fan or you would you recommend something a little quicker um if you know you want like the kind of sadder vibe this is a good one okay i tend to get introduced to people through more like fun songs if you're looking for a big party 
you go to something else. Yeah. Big part. Yeah. Here's the chorus coming up. I love a good sad song. So give me your worst excuses, any reason to stay. Oh, I love Maisie. I've only seen clips of We're big fans. five different songs now. I love Maisie <laughs> Peters. Oh, you, if you deep dive, you'll love her. Oh, watch out for the 2024 raps. Yeah, gear up for 2024 raps. You're going to see a lot of yes. this. Oh, we have video so people can see me popping out. Yes. Uh, video going. She, you know, she... Is very much influenced by Taylor, so so I think that would be a, mm. a pretty easy leap for you. She's one of the youngins, one of the the new class of her and Liv Rod. Taylor Swift, disciples. the next class. Nice. The Taylor Swift disciples. Okay. Um, well, that wraps up your top five songs and top five artists. Uh, you may obviously now exit the call, and we'll talk to you another time. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. All right. See you guys. <laughs> So, uh, Gagan, you, you want to give us... like Jay-Z. <laughs> no, no, cutting that out. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Top five only. Top five only. <laughs> yes. uh, Gagan, you want to break down your top five artists for us? Pretty please. Yes. Um, and at some point, I would like to just name the other artists that were in my, that were in my top hundred, but we can save that for the at end. At the end, yeah. Uh, if we have time. And we will. My top five artists. Number five, a band that I had never heard before August of this year. So very impressive by me to get them into the top five. Ghost. Number four, uh, my problematic fave, Kim Petras. Everyone's allowed one. Everyone's allowed one. Everyone's allowed one. Number three, Phoebe Bridgers. Number two, same as Brendan, Paramore. And number one, same as Brendan, Taylor Swift. With 7,900 minutes played and uh, in the top 1%. Didn't get into that top 0.5%, no. but it's all right. There's always next year. So I, I think the most interesting one here is probably the one we're going to start off with being Ghost. I know I know you had talked about yes. this a little bit on, on this show before. You recommended them to me. I'll, I'll start by playing your song you chose, being Square have, Hammer. Yeah. I, I, so have you what, listened what to any Ghost? You type in Ghost into Apple Music, right? Yeah. And then there's like a little artist preview video that happens in the background and it's, it's probably a uh-huh. video to one of their songs and it was too scary to click on any of the songs <laughs> I, I refused what? I was horrified wait till you, you've got to see them in concert it is the craziest thing just like look up pictures of what Ghost looks like their lead singer I mean, goes that's, that's by the name of pa- their lead singer goes by the name of Papa Emeritus IV I don't like that. Um, that at all <laughs> We just call him it Papa. Sounds great. It sounds great. I wish you. I wish I just call him Papa. Didn't have to see him when I looked oh. for his page. <laughs> I don't feel safe. But I, 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 the, con- <laughs> the concert is a very experience. I would say Ghost fans are crazier than Swifties. There's just uh, not as many of them. They are insane fucking people. Do you, do you not feel <laughs> safe when you're at the concert? No, you feel they're they're a, they're a very loving bunch. They're just fucking insane. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this I sounds like something I, I like needed this year. Why, why do they look so weird and sound so normal? That is a really good question because when I looked, at, so I saw them. <laughs> saw them. Listened, saw them. I thought they were gonna like, like be like, be like death metal screen yeah. type of, yeah. Um, and then it was this, and then it just intrigued this me more. There's the a comp. whole. There's a whole lore that it's like they're they're like Satanists. Their their whole kind of shtick is like. Uh, they're like an anti-religion thing where they, they kind of satires uh, Catholicism. Um, Are they uh, an American band? There's a band? whole lore around. 
They are no, they are Swedish. I think mm, that makes sense. Um, they don't seem to, American. You might have to, <laughs> whatever they are, they don't seem American. Because Americans um, love, we all love God here. But yeah, my friend got me into them, and uh, they would be very happy to know that I am bringing them up on the podcast. Yeah, they are a Swedish rock band. Um, but yeah, this is this song "Square Hammer" is probably my favorite ghost song okay. that I've heard. To describe um, uh, a body part of yours. Yes, I do. I do. Uh, I do call it the square. The square hammer. <laughs> Just have a Minecraft penis. <laughs> uh, this is good. I'm, I'm absolutely going to return to this because I. I, I songs are legitimately good. There's a reason. I. Uh, I mean, it makes sense because I was getting ready for the for the concert and I wanted to know everything. Yeah. But I have continued to listen to them since then, which is why they they are in my top five. So talking about last year's list of yours, this is almost like you're pretty le- pretty reckless from last year. Uh, where you were getting ready to uh, go see yes. that show, and you listen to them a lot. They're similarly like a hardish rock band. Uh, I, I am mm-hmm. mad at myself for being too afraid of the main page to click on these songs. I, will <laughs> I, I love how you were like, afraid. Like, nope, not going to do it. <laughs> you know what this guy looks like? He looks like one of the ghost things from the Scooby-Doo movie. <laughs> Yes, you know, he does. My friend who is like my friend who is really into ghosts and is in is into like all the lore and stuff. They were like, uh, they're, like they're like, oh my god, I have to go to the California show because they're not letting phones in, which means something crazy is going to happen. He's probably going to kill himself on stage. <laughs> I was like, what? They're like, well, Papa kills himself. So this is that's why he's Papa the Fourth because the first three have died already, and he's the <laughs> what fourth. is like, going? Like, what did I sign up for? Right now? Like, so we might we might see Papa the Fifth. I don't think he ended up killing himself. But <laughs> Damn, that is fun, Lord. Like to try and follow, though. Yeah, he might kill himself. <laughs> there's been four iterations of this man before. <laughs> That's fun. Well, I'm sorry you didn't get to see the man kill himself on stage. This is a real disappointment. <laughs> it was a very fun concert. <laughs> uh, okay, this this is obviously good. We're gonna go on to your next artist, being Kim Petras. You uh, selected the song Burr. I love is, the pronunciation. Burr was way down on the top songs list. This must be a deep cut. Um, it was. Tw- uh, oh, was it? it the, well, this was on. She came out with two albums this year, okay. which is, you know, a big reason why I probably listened to her a lot. I was listening to both of those albums and then also just listened to her in general. She is my problematic fave. Unfortunately, still working with uh, Dr. Luke. Wouldn't wish she wouldn't wouldn't do that. But working with um, who? Dr. Luke. Who's Dr. Luke? The man who uh, sexually assaulted slash raped Kesha. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so not the best guy, for sure. Wish he, wish wish people wouldn't work with him, but unfortunately, here we are. Um, yeah, I've been a big fan of Kim Petras since I heard her. She's also great in concert. Okay. I can see a little bit of, like, Kesha-type things going on here. Yes. Um, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very. Um, she came out. I'm trying to remember the names of the two albums that that uh, came out this year. This was off we the have first Feed one. Feed the Beast. Feed the Beast. Yeah. Problematic. And Problematic. Problematic. Um, another non non American. Kim Petras. <laughs> yes. Kim Petras is, is German. So uh, I'm really representing all countries in this. <laughs> Look at you go. <laughs> but yeah, I think Feed the Beast. Hell yeah! I think Feed the Beast was my favorite of the two albums that came out from her this year. We have big, big Kim Petras guy. Um, to me, she she's a legend. She's my problematic fave, and 
Uh, I don't know if this song was my favorite of hers, but it's definitely the one I listened to most because I think it was also a single that came out ahead of the album. Um, okay. okay. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. Um, we'll get to your number three artist, B.B. Bridgers with Kyoto. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. This was a, this was the song where for some reason when we when we went to the Taylor Swift concert and Phoebe Bridgers opening none of you weirdos wanted to see Phoebe Bridgers except for me so I went into the seats with random strangers um, while you guys were who knows where and the girl next to me when this when Phoebe started playing this song she just started hysterically crying and I was like yes you're right absolutely that is the <laughs> correct reaction yep. <laughs> we we showed up eventually I forgot what was going on me and Doris were waiting for wives to do something and they didn't know where the seats were i don't know it was i remember being, like i thought i was gonna be waiting for just like a few minutes and then it turned into like 20 i was like can i please go to my fucking seat up but they didn't know where they were i was annoyed believe me yeah i was annoyed too i i had to leave without you guys because i needed to see phoebe phoebe yeah. is like i have gotten so into phoebe bridgers and boy genius did come up a lot in my top 100 but i think phoebe bridgers as a solo artist is even better um i would love to see boy genius but they're people love them now so their tickets are also very expensive yeah. um I, bridge probably like the celebrity i'd most want to be friends with also maybe i just think she's she really seems cool. like the coolest person in the world like, one of my favorite parts um, of her so, part of the concert was where she just uses the catwalk she doesn't know what to do with it she's just like i'm just gonna like, walk down the catwalk and wave and it was like one of the cutest <laughs> things i've ever seen <laughs> like that's awesome i like yeah i liked when she talked to us i i not us personally but us the crowd <laughs> she, <laughs> general, with general, she, she saw oh, empty seats near you and she's like i should probably go sit with that guy <laughs> <laughs> well yeah this is this is one of her more known songs probably one of one of the good yeah, ones it's uh, got a star next to it i have heard this song mashed up with mr brightside and i really enjoyed it oh that's Ooh. fun was it done at the babylon bean coffee shop <laughs> no, <laughs> got a crazy dj over there <laughs> <laughs> but my friend that works at the babylon bean is the one that got me into ghost so oh, full circle oh, okay. here are you regular enough at that place where you became friends with the Coffee tenders there? No, I am a regular at that place because my friend works as uh, a, as a. I believe the term is barista, but I do like coffee tender. <laughs> <laughs> start, start using it. I got it from Mr. Cullen. <laughs> we got to get Cullen on the pod now. He's <laughs> calling in from his brand new Nokia cell phone. I bet, I bet he's exactly the same. <laughs> Almost put that down. Brand new Nokia cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I got a cell phone here it is the nokia brick <laughs> <laughs> and it can somehow call into discord amazing uh, and so phoebe also makes sense being in the top five because she i knew she was opening for taylor obviously so in addition to just listening to her in general also listen to her, her boy genius which tour. i'm assuming that counts in spotify i don't know if it does actually um and then also just getting ready for the concert listening to her yeah. a lot not enough bands use horns agreed here is Seska Basa Paramore your number two artist yeah one of the songs that was not represented on my breakdown of this this album earlier amazingly um I don't know if this is my favorite song off the album but definitely the song I listened to the most off the album okay um it was a single that came out before um Paramore 
is, and this song always gets stuck in my head. This, and when I heard this song, I was like, oh, this is going to be like an exciting album because I have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> I have I no know. idea like, what the fuck they're doing. I, it, it did get me very pumped like, up so to hear this. Yes, I was so excited hearing this. I was like, what is this? I this totally is agree with you. Like, I, I'm still, like, hearing the uh, other nine songs in this album, I'm like, that's oh, not my favorite. It's maybe towards even the bottom half, but it does get you pumped up to find, like, oh, this is like something that I don't know anyone that's doing this right now. It maybe it feels like a little yes. bit like block party from like the early 2000s a little bit um so this is one of the best songs on the remix uh album too okay that, i gotta listen to this remix so I'll, I'll actually play a little bit because it's bammy both okay. probably enjoy this is wet legs version of sesquim sa and already you can tell oh here's wet leg i get it i get it <laughs> yeah they're good i think it uh definitely makes sense that paramore was number two for me because after I think this actually beats the original version. I can see that. Um, after the new album came out, it like inspired me to to go back and re-listen to all the all the. I got into a big Paramore kick for a lot of the top half of the of the year, so I, yeah. I did listen to a lot of Paramore, that and that is when that is when After Laughter really grew on me as well. I, yeah. I have to agree with you. That is a an, an unsung hero of the discography. It really is, and that, that's like an album where they took a turn. Like, hey, we're gonna be different from now on. And it works. Very poppy, that album. Uh, and your number one artist. Surprisingly. Taylor surprise, Swift. surprise. Taylor Swift. And you want me to play a song off of the vault track. Oh, where I'm hell speaking yeah. now, Electric Touch, <laughs> featuring Fall Out Boy. I had, I had forgotten what song. I, this, God, I love this song. This, no one gives this song the flowers it deserves for, for one of the vault tracks. This is Of the vault tracks of the new Taylor songs that were released this year, this is my favorite. I just, I also love I, Boy, obviously. So I think I love Foolish One as well, but Electric Touch and Foolish One, Foolish One are my two favorites. Um, I, I was, I was surprised I didn't see a lot of love from this either because I love this song as well. I'm, I'm glad that you. This were, song uh, gets me hyped up. Yeah. One of the Taylor Swift podcasts I listen to, one of the hosts, he defends this song, uh, and I'm always like, yes, please do. Yeah. No, I, I think we've talked about maybe last year we talked about it. How, or just on a different podcast, how. Whenever a second verse comes in and it's the other artist, it just gets you so hyped up. This is one of those songs that does it perfectly. Yep, because I was going to say the same thing. This We've de- definitely talked this because a, a second verse by a different artist is like the best thing you could ever do. It like really gets me so into it. And yeah. then when Fall Out Boy comes in, it's like the best part of the entire album. When, when I hear Patrick Stumps, another short king, Patrick Stumps, oh, yeah. and Pete Wentz both. I didn't know that. Fall Out Boy might be like one of the shorter, ever, like sh- shorter average bands, like average height of band. I, I don't know how I'm trying to word this. I, we, 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 we know what you mean. Band members. Yeah. Bbd, are you uh, a Fall Out Boy fan at all? Oh, I don't have um, no audio on your mic. You're muted. Oh, you're, oh, you're muted on Discord. That'll do it. Good eyes. Second for somebody pet a piece. Yeah, I, I like them. In, okay. in general, yeah, I, I can't I say I've like deep dove over the years. Just over the years, you hear stuff, and yeah, I've, I've always liked. Speaking of, much like Avril Lavigne, uh, some people that came back with a with a great album in a return to form after bringing out shit for like years and years from <laughs> Fall Out Boy. I think their album, like, oh my god, their album before this one was unlistenable. Um, but I think this one that they released this year was. Was good. Like, 
I didn't, I didn't give it the time it deserved. I think I listened to the first couple on a run, and I think I talked about this to you before. How for some reason albums post twenty twenty on my iPhone don't get nearly loud enough on my headphones for some reason. But twenty nineteen and behind, like it, it lets you really crank it up. But like I don't really listen so to weird. new Taylor on my runs anymore, just in the car because the new stuff I want to really belt and blast in my ears. It just doesn't get loud enough for my taste. That is so weird. That really it is your specific. For, for it your, is really weird. It's like anything modern. Um, okay, so that's. I would say that's enough Taylor Swift, but we're gonna hear one more song later from her. Obviously, <laughs> um, my top five is as follows. Number five, Miley Cyrus. I'll give you the minute breakdown, too. 418 minutes. Young the Giant at 461 minutes. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers at 477 minutes. Wow. Um, and you know what? It, it number, I think like number 13 or something is just Tom Petty proper, and he's got another 200-something minutes. So you add them together, you get... I, I did the math, and it's still underneath Paramore at number two. So Paranormal mm-hmm. is number two with 814 minutes and Taylor Swift with 25.37 minutes. She, uh, I think I just missed out on last year's total of like 2,800 minutes. Um, so I'm a bad fan and a bad friend to her. So You fell off. <laughs> fell off. But my Cyrus, bringing it up the rear at number five, I'm going to play a song off of Plastic Hearts. I'm between Edge of Midnight and Heart of Glass. I love those two live songs on that album. I don't Ooh, know if you guys have a preference. I love Heart of Glass. All right, Heart of Glass. Here we go. Really good uh, version of this I can't song. I believe you named two of the three live songs, and "Zombie" was the one, was not the one you named. So I don't like that song. I, in gen- I think we talked really? about this in the car with Corinne one time. I don't like the song "Zombie." I think her version's okay. better than the original one, but I just the song annoys me for some reason. I can't believe I'm the only asshole that didn't have Miley Cyrus in their top five. <laughs> You're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe yeah. it. <laughs> Miley Cyrus just has. Such a good voice. What a and when she sings this type of music, she can really show it off. She's got great energy for this kind of music. This song specifically, she just sounds so, so like confident and yeah. strong. Yeah. Like and had, uh, I live, love, live versions of songs are supposed to be worse. You're supposed to sound bad and sound shitty. Yeah. Right. I, I would rarely love to see... like. Yeah. My, again, Miley Cyrus's live album was really, really good. I know. This, um, th- these three songs, if anything, tell me I need to go and listen to that. I want to see Miley live really badly. I wonder how expensive those tickets would be. That's someone I would drop point on to go see. one I'd go to. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, this is obviously a great song. Uh, my number four band, Young. The Giant is one of the last things that pop up when you type Young. Uh, so they had an album come out in 2022 that I guess carried over in popularity for me this year. Um, I don't know what to pick here. This is, this is a really a really long album. It's like 16 songs. It's about an hour long. I'll pick, uh, I'll pick the song Cult of Personality. That you, it's a, a title of another song by the same name. Yeah, from but, Guitar Hero. Yeah, it's not a cover. It's their own song. Young the Giant, uh, they're, they're the cough syrup guys, right? They're the cough syrup guys. Famously fell in love with this band what by watching Glee and uh, seeing Blaine sing this song and absolutely loving it. I think that is the only... No, I mean, that's not true. I'm sure I know other songs by them, but my only point of reference for them if we're bringing up Young the Giant. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're really good. I mean, they, they come out with albums maybe every three years. They were, they're like one of the bands that came out during like the... 
indie era, like 2011 might have been their first album. During that time of like when Vampire Weekend was very popular and all those kind of bands. I love Vampire Weekend. Um, I, like I like a band whose uh, name format is Blank the Blank. Oh, yeah? You like that? Yeah. <laughs> so would you like better if it was Vampire of the Weekend? Yeah, I think I would. I think I would. <laughs> okay. Maybe the two of them can like kind of collab together. Foster the people. That. Right? That was a Yeah, that but I don't think anyone likes that band. No, no. They had a moment. <laughs> they had a song. Is that the, the one about the school shooting, that song? Yep, the yeah. Pumped Up Kicks, the most yeah. famous song about a school shooting of all time. <laughs> you know. Used in Gossip Girl, famously. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Okay, so I'll go to my number three artist, which, which is probably the weirdest one we've had today. It doesn't really make sense with the rest. This is uh, Love is a Long, Long Road by Tom Petty. Tom Petty himself, so not Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. This is a solo record from 1989, which apparently the rest of the Heartbreakers did play on all over the album. And I don't know why this is one just marketed as just Tom Petty. He has a few of these albums where he's just like, you know what? This one is just me, guys. So what's going on? How did top Tom Petty uh, sneak into your top five? Yes, yeah, so I'll explain myself. Um, last year on this episode, we talked about the show CBBFM where Scott Ackerman will bring yeah, yeah. in uh, a guest each week that talks about their favorite music. Tim Baltz, comedian that uh, will often show up on Comedy Bang Bang, is a Tom Petty superfan. And his entire episode okay. was just him showing Scott all of like the deep cuts of Tom Petty. And I, I know like the famous ones, like the hits. Uh, like this, this is the album that has Free Fallen on it. Um, Classic. John Mayer version, famously better. John Mayer, John Mayer version is very good. Uh, two very different songs, though. But I, I appreciate that take because I do love John Mayer. He was in my top ten artists this year as well. But this is just a good body. It's just a good 80s song. It's, it sounds very much like an 80s song, but it, not the annoying mm-hmm. kind of like... It's not It's not a hair metal song. It's still right. kind of like falls into the classic rock genre without being embarrassing. Uh, Tom Petty, also a guy that has a weird voice. Level guy with a weird voice. But Tim, Tim Baltz okay. kind of got me on the train. And then slowly throughout the year, I would discover new little gems in the rough. Uh, and then I got a new car which came with Sirius XM, and one of the stations I would gravitate towards was uh, the Tom Petty. He has his own station where it only plays Tom Petty music. And I, I just seem to leave that on the dial, channel 31. Uh, so this probably doesn't even represent how much Tom Petty listened right. to this year. Um, so you listen to even oh, more Tom Petty. Tom, probably more Tom Petty than Paramore this year. He's just... Listen Tom Petty on the board that you've left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he really he has almost no bad music. He, he's got so much of it, too. He would come out with... Almost an album a year since like 1976 until he died in 2017. He's got so much fucking music. It's crazy. Uh, he also, I didn't realize how ugly he was, which gives him more points. He's got a really weird jaw. I kind of, he's like, his teeth are too big for his mouth. Yeah, he's, he's pinch, one of the, one of the ugly. Hair. Yeah, one of, one of the ugliest out there. So, <laughs> you know, I really like the, uh, the song American Girl. So I, on uh, Thanksgiving Eve, there's a Sirius XM Tom Petty countdown from 100 to 1, and the fans vote, <laughs> and that song was the number one voted Tom Petty song. And honestly, it should be. And, uh, <laughs> Billy Lord did a cover of it after uh, after Carrie Fisher died, where she was singing it. Don't know what they had to do with each other, but okay. uh, it 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 was it inspired me to get an instagram just so i could watch oh, really? it because she, she performed it on instagram <laughs> yeah it was it was so good i was i was uh made me even more of a fan of that song nice hey, yeah so we could all agree tom petty is great and he should be on everyone's top five artists he's uh an american treasure he uh he did the super bowl that one year he did he did 
I remember because I was like, who's Tom Petty? Yeah, there, there was actually um, a party we were at over the summer. I knew Molly Flaherty, former guest of the show. Her family's yeah. a big fan of Tom Petty, and I tried to connect with her about it. I was like, oh, what's like your favorite Tom Petty song? And she's like, I don't know. I guess Free Fallen. I was like, oh, well, you have a top five? She's like, no. <laughs> so I was like, okay, you know what? I tried to, uh, to talk to you about this, and you just totally didn't give me anything there. And then you never like, talked to her again. the one thing I knew about until you. Until she and, came on the podcast. And I'll never talk to her again. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number two artist is Paramore. Boring, but I'll play another song off of that response, too. This is why. This is Remy Wolf's remix of You First. You first, me never, because I'm a class X splat. Yeah, we know right? that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, this, I can't wait to blast this in my fucking car in the summertime. And you'll see why. If we get to the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> it's already summertime with global warming, am I right? Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> what is your... Uh... Favorite take on song global warming. Oh, okay. Yeah, what is your take on global warming? Real quick, everyone around. The- <laughs> what was the actual question? Your um, favorite song um, off the new album? Uh, Thick Skull, which is my number three song of the year. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Oh right, right, right. It gets, it's gets stuck at the ever. end. It's number ten, but if you're really amped for it, you'll play it over and over again anyway. Basically, good chorus. Okay, so now we have my number one artist coming up, Taylor Swift, and I'm struggling to figure out what song to play by her. Probably the 1989 song, with that being the most recent remake. Um, I could play "Say Don't Go." It's it's uh, probably that was the, my favorite of the vault, the best vault, vault tracks track. for 1989. It's a good vibe. Yeah, I mean that wraps up all of our top songs and top artists. I think we did a great job here. We really like, ran through all those pretty well. We have some extra time at the end. So I can get through the other artists? You you can sift through some of the other artists. Before you do that, I was going to ask BBD. Uh, I remember, I think I asked him on Instagram if he had anyone that was not on his top artists, if there's anyone he wanted to highlight before we wrapped up the show. Um, first, the, the, the one that comes to mind would be Chance the Rapper. I'm not the biggest... Ooh. Like your concert goer in my life, yes. Oh, like blank the blank. Under, of course. <laughs> there you go. Another blank the blank. <laughs> uh, like I've, I've been to like under ten concerts. That's I'd crazy. And, wow. And one of them is Chance the Rapper this year. One of them is Maisie Peters this year. Nice. Wow. So I, I, I mean, of all the music things that you say you're doing wrong, the, that's one of the. I figured the days leading. Yes. Um. I figured like the days that, that leading up to that concert would have gotten Chance onto the top five okay. didn't happen. Okay, but I'm he's like he's one of my guy guys. He he's really good. Um, I like he's got a weirdly good singing voice because he's usually not fully singing, but he's got such like a satisfying yes. voice in general. So I could listen to him talk all day. Um, yeah, so I if, like I, all if I if I wasn't. Uh, like the sickest I've been. I get sick once a year, and it's this week. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I like like doing a chance voice. <laughs> oh but, man, we're missing out on that. But yeah, I'm, we'll re- but I'm really sick. Now. You won't give it a whirl just to do <laughs> chance voice. It's no, I gotta leave the gotta <laughs> leave the one more. <laughs> got to tune in next year. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't get sick the same exact week. Um, what Better song not. would you prefer to play? 
by Chance the Rapper? It's mm. a good question. Uh, I'm partial to the same. Let's see. The concert well. I went to was the Acid Rap like anniversary show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you put a lot of like L- um, L- EPs? Because you only have oh no, here's all the albums. Merry Christmas, little mama. Yeah, a lot, a lot of yeah, a lot of like mixtapes and all yeah. that. Pop a pop a good ass intro on there. That's the name of the song. Good ass intro. Right. I thought that's what Papa was gonna go by after he dies again. <laughs> pop a good ass intro. The fourth. A good ass. Oh, not a hood ass intro. Good ass intro. I should never be typing a hood ass anything into my phone. I love the journey Brendan's going on trying to search for this. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. This is on acid rap. Now, um, I love the oh, soul that he uses like, on his. On like his the shirt BBD is is wearing yeah. right now. Yeah. How about that? Yes. Did you get that at the tour? I did. Because uh, the buddy I went with, he was pretty committed to getting merch. I was like, well, if I'm waiting online with you, I'll get some. You might as well. And I got this. I need to do that more. Every time I go to a concert, I'm like, ah, I don't get it. It's overpriced. Uh-huh. Over I'm not going to get it. And I'm so mad I didn't get Eris for merch. I'm such an idiot. I do. I this is This is Chance Rap. Right yeah. No, this is BBD doing his impression. Yeah, sometimes I'm not good at like pairing the name to the voice I've heard, but yeah, I I, I do like Chance the rapper from what yeah. I've heard. He's the he's the coach on the voice right now. Is that is that a Chance oh, the really? rapper? I think so. One of the one of the rappers are. are coach I didn't know the voice. there was a. Seems like something he'd do. Are there, did people rap on the voice now? Um, not that I know of. I only watched the season that Ariana Grande was. Okay. Uh, but I, my mom watches it, so I know. His production's always really good. He's he's one of those guys that's very Kanye influenced. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on The Voice for one season as a coach. That's it. That's a that's an interesting coach. He always wore that hat that had a three on it. What's going on with that? Uh, yeah, the three hat. I think came around because just his third album was coming up, but then he stuck with the three. <laughs> I, think, I, love it. I think that's. I think that's all there is to it. There's no, no ghost like lore. So like a fourth album did happen, and like it's really not liked, but. Yeah. And where do you stand on it? You with, yeah, with wait, the pack on when that? it comes to the origins of the three symbols specifically, it has to do with his third project, 2016's Coloring Book. I wanted to put something else on the hat, and so I decided to do three. I just thought that made the most sense because it was the third project. Fair enough. And then I guess he just stuck with it. There you go. Love it. Love the commitment <laughs> to the bit. <laughs> this is the coolest one. All right, that's a good ass intro. Now you, I know you're, you're chopping at the bit to get into some of your uh, your top 100 songs. So I, I don't know what kind of journey you're, you're going to take us on right now, but uh, tell us about hey. your uh, your songs over there. Yeah, Matthew. I'll, I'll start scrolling through. I'll name some ones that stick out. 
California King Bed by Rihanna was number six. Oh, I that got played during... maybe, maybe my favorite Rihanna song. I think that is my favorite Rihanna song. Well, play it for the people. I'm, Come I'm, on. I'm, I'm typing. I'm typing away. Play for the people. That, for the people. That, made, that made its way into a lot of shower sing-alongs. <laughs> um, Who else is in the chair with you? Sing along with you. Uh, you know, <laughs> nobody. Come on, mom and dad, get in Thanks here. For, <laughs> Thanks for rubbing <laughs> it. <laughs> help, help. <laughs> <laughs> sing with me. It's like every morning with this nonsense, Biebers. <laughs> uh, talk about a talk about a ballad. We were always just that close. Um, Super Bowl uh, artist last year. I'm I'm a medium right. Rihanna guy. I like her a lot. Every time I hear her, I'm, I'm happy. Um, she has a really a really good song with Kanye West and Paul McCartney. It's a really Paul McCartney, weird. McCartney, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. random. Um, yeah. I just don't like. We were waiting like seven years or whatever for Rihanna to release new music, and then she released that snoozer of a song for the fucking Black Panther movie. Yeah. Um, I like. I do. Weirdly, I think there's this movie was sort of polarizing but her appearance in the Donald Glover movie that he made for I think for Amazon Prime she was the lead in mm-hmm. or the, the female lead and I, yeah, I, I didn't like it it was like it was, it was a short it was boring. Movie. Yeah. yeah it was it yeah. was like a half hour I think did she sing a little bit in it or was it mostly just Donald Glover doing his songs I don't remember I could, maybe I it couldn't have been that good that. I guess I couldn't remember anything about it <laughs> hey she was great in Ocean's 8 yes that she was we, we did something together <laughs> she should act in more movies I mean, I, I don't think I could do what she did at the Super Bowl as a pregnant woman. No, no. For a lot no, of reasons, I, you could not do that. Right. I mean, yeah. I both, not even if you separate, I could not do that at the Super Bowl, and I could not be a pregnant woman. Like, both of those things. Mm-hmm. So, let alone together. Right. In the in simultaneous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're 10,000 miles apart. Yeah, it's a banger. Yeah, it's a banger. Okay. Yeah, I'll run through some other highlights. You Should Be Sad by Halsey is a big one. Uh, okay, Olivia okay. Rodrigo Vampire got a lot nice. of run. Vampire's one I didn't really get sick of, even though it was a single. I still loved it probably the most yeah. on the album. I wow. I really liked it. Uh, Karma by Mod Sun. Oh. So uh, that okay. one got Spotify recommended to me and a lot of run in it. Uh, Ahmad's son, Avril Lavigne crossover. There it is. That's the one that I listened to. Yep. I, I listened listen to that a lot. Honestly, kind of surprised <laughs> that didn't end up as a top five song, let alone it, it's like 15 on here. Could have been close. Uh, a song called All My Ex's Moms, which I liked by uh, Brooke <laughs> Alex. I like the name who, of that song. Which, uh, which reminds me of me because I'm a big hit with moms. I was going to ask you that same uh, question. I was going to say, do you do well with like. Girlfriends, moms, or just like friends, moms in general. Oh yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm a mother's dream. Yeah. Uh, potential. Much partner. like Seth Cohen, the non-threatening, non-sexual energy. Yes. Parents, re- parents yes. really love. A hundred percent. Talked about this on this show. <laughs> We're mom guys, not dad guys. Dads do not like us. Uh, Depends yeah. on the dad, but the manlier the dad, dads are the like less I hit. Are they they're begrudgingly okay with it? But you're, you're a sports have, guy, though. I think a, you have that. I think a career in sports helps. Yeah, definitely. But right. If I, if I just like vaguely liked sports or even just liked them as much as I do, but it wasn't like a career, yeah. I don't know if they'd be in. 
Hello, oh, David. What a Maisie Pepperman, <laughs> like, obviously. I, you like Maisie Peters? I'm like, huh? get this fucking guy out of here. <laughs> Maisie, Pe- <laughs> Maisie Peters. There's some Machine Gun Kelly mixed in. My Motion sickness is in here. Okay, uh, all right. There we go. Love that song. Okay, okay. Um, Yeah. A few Drake songs right. in the mix back to back got mm. in there. I like all the Drake songs that kind of sound like the same. The ones that are like the... Doom, ba-doom, ba-doom. All those ones are there was really good. Particularly like that run, like the years I was in college, I feel like are he had like two different songs he might put out. I happen to really like those two songs, but a lot of them sounded like those two songs. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think it's off the views. I forget what it's called though. He's got rappers put out yes. albums that have He's twenty-five songs on them. They okay. really do. They really they'll, do that. They'll let them run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll play. Kanye con- tried to start now. the short trend there. Yeah, didn't happen. Didn't didn't fully stick. All right, Gagan, yeah. feel free to break down your uh, all right. top one hundred. So for me, yeah. Well, I'm not going to go through all the hundred. Before I get into the other artists of my top one hundred, which real quick, the the ones that just missed the cut, my six through ten, uh, we have "Ugly Crier" by McKenna Grace at number six. Uh, the highest placing non Taylor Swift song, but it is a song that mentions Taylor Swift. I think McKenna <laughs> Grace, another one of the, <laughs> another one of those, uh, I think artists that were definitely influenced by Taylor Swift. She's only 17 right now. She was 16 when the album was released, and I just happened to uh, hear her stuff on Spotify and have been a huge fan uh, ever ever since. Any time she's releases a new song i'm listening to it and i i love them all so if you want to play ugly crier you can cue that up uh seven we have heartbreak feels so good by Fall Out boy which was my favorite song off the new album eight was another one uh via slifer's recommendation i got into the band mom jeans and uh oh, what's yeah. up heard of them oh, yeah into quiet. ready ready for the like, reference your go-to move is just to break out the lighter and go back and forth. Taylor Swift, she said it. Okay. Yeah, so What's Up by Mom Jeans was another big one. Nine, somehow Midnight Rain by Taylor Swift. One of my least favorite songs by Taylor Swift in general and also on that album was my ninth most listened to song. And then ten. How you know you just don't like it. What? what? <laughs> That's how you know you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then... little break for the music yeah, she's very very big into the top into the pop rock and then number 10 is uh true blue by Boy genius um the best thing about this whole exercise is that i'm just collecting all these searches on my phone and i just have them now yeah you fools have to listen back to this uh, and we could play a little bit of uh what's up by mom jeans i think okay. you'd like that one too have you heard any mom jeans before it's it's, it sounds very familiar not by bbd any mom any mom jeans at least by name, I can't say I've heard. I've seen the product. Yeah. But... <laughs> and boy, do I love them. <laughs> <laughs> They're a vibe. Yeah. This song is a vibe. Don't worry, I'll start singing. Don't worry. I, I like the vibe. Nope. This sounds like uh, your kind of band. Yeah, kind of like a. I, I know, I know this song. I definitely know this song. You do you know this song? Yeah. Um, It'll come up when I play uh, like Front Bottoms Radio at work. Oh, okay. That's it. So, um, I will. I'll get into. So last year, I did a similar breakdown 
only 15 artists were in all of my top 100 uh, last year. Wow. So the this artists that you love, a, you love. Yeah, this year had a lot more diversity. Had Oh, yeah. Here's the chorus. Um, this year, 27 artists made my top 100. Oh, so a lot of diversity here. Yeah. So uh, for the uh, and you could quiet it down now. I'm talking, so you, can, um, <laughs> you don't you don't want to get getting too excited and yeah, exactly. The the eight eight artists that only had one song. We have uh, one song from the And Juliet soundtrack, uh, one song from Girl in Red, one song from the Legally Blonde musical soundtrack, one song from the Encanto soundtrack, one song by Fire Inc., one song by New Politics, one song by Green Day. You know Green Day. Oh yeah. Uh, we have. Maggie Rogers, Maniskin, and that one Mom Jean song that we heard there. What do you think the one Green Day song was that uh, that made it to Ooh. That is very random. Is it something off American Idiot? It is. And I hate American Idiot on Spotify because they pair every song together. I hate that, So if too. I want to listen to this song, I have to listen to the fucking first song that comes before it first. I know. And my, my favorite song on that album is Letterbomb. And I, it's, oh, that's it's the one the I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay, there and you I go. I have to listen to Extraordinary Good to get the Letterbomb. probably my number one Green Day song. BBD, are you at all a Green Day savant? I, I, of the 10 concerts I've been to, two are Green Day. Whoa, you got a Green Day guy. Wow. That's huge. That's great. Do you have tickets yeah. to the upcoming tour? Go through tour? with my parents. Yes, they are going on tour again. No, are, do, you, are, do, you have, do you have tickets? Because we, me and him are going. Me and Gagan are going. I do not currently have tickets. There's some, some chatter with some people about making okay. something happen. Okay. Actually, I have I have three. three for they sale. are a group I'd go to again. If you need three tickets for two hundred bucks each, I'm willing to sell them to you. I, I bought I bought three extras because I was indecisive about where I wanted to sit. <laughs> um, so, all right, oh. so we'll see you there. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think Green Day was the the first like real concert I've been to, unless you count like Aaron Carter, Weird Al, or the American <laughs> Idol. Those are three. Uh, cast. Those, that's three concerts. It sounds like. Oh, I, I'm <laughs> counting the three Weird Al concerts <laughs> I went to in my town. <laughs> <laughs> We have a lot of the ten concerts we you've been to. We have some overlap. You know, with Green Day and Weird Al. <laughs> we did put on a very fun concert. <laughs> um, uh, of the artists that have two songs, we have Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness, uh, two Kim Petras, uh, two Ghost that that we heard before, uh, The National, uh, friends of Taylor Swift there, uh, Tuve Lu, uh, Car- Caroline Polachek, Ariana Grande, The Wonder Years. So any 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 standouts there? Um, I, I kind of have fallen off of Ariana Grande since she hasn't released any new music in a little while. Nothing since Positions, right? Yeah, and I, li- I like Positions a lot. Uh, I just I maybe... didn't like Positions that much. I like Thank You Next a lot better. Um, well, yeah. But Positions was so oh, solid. Skits Thank You Next. Um, yeah. I return to Thank You Next yeah, way more. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. She hasn't done enough for me really. So th- three artists had three songs each. We have Fall Up Boy, Miley Cyrus. There's Miley Cyrus. Fall Up Boy, Miley oh, yeah. Cyrus, and Boy Genius each had three songs. Um, Who doesn't love this jam? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, three, three artists had four songs. Emmy Lovato had four. Paramore had four. And McKenna Grace had four. Ah. One I was just talking about getting into. Um, did you just, just break down yourself? Or is this... Uh, yeah, I did myself. Oh, okay. it's like, this I can't have each one. Okay, good. Olivia Rodrigo had six songs in the top 100. Pretty good. Pretty good. Now, and had 19 songs, always known as the entire Hairspray movie soundtrack. <laughs> Not sure why I listened to the Hairspray movie soundtrack so much this year, but all Did 19 you watch songs. The movie made all this year, or you just you just love the soundtrack. 
just listen to that. Just listen to the soundtrack. He loves I was in a different mood. <laughs> he loves John Travolta. Now, we all know that the most songs are going to be Taylor Swift. Last year, I had 26 Taylor Swift songs in my top 100. Do you think I had more or less this this year? <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh, the over. Big baby David, over or under? Uh. Take the under for the sake of being different, and I feel yeah. like we've listed a lot of names already. It's true. It was a diverse year. I had twenty-eight Taylor Swift <laughs> songs. <laughs> just for kill my and that <laughs> for the artist. This, this is Big Baby David too. Yeah. <laughs> no way! Live the before Lord. you. <laughs> we. I was at the live recording of the podcast where Big Baby David killed himself for the first time. But he didn't know how to do it, and he actually killed himself. It didn't work out. <laughs> Big Baby David the second. Uh, I thought I'd, thought I'd reincarnate. I don't know. <laughs> if Papa could do it, I don't know why I can. <laughs> Seemed like a cool All idea. Right. I got nothing else. Okay. I'll, I'll give you some, like, some standouts for me that didn't get any representation. Um... Fleetwood Mac, I always love. Speaking of which, Daisy Jones and the Six, sure. I think I recommended the show to you. Uh, the soundtrack of that show is the band Daisy Jones and the Six, and they're kind of like a recreation of Fleetwood Mac uh, that was written by Marcus Mumford. So he just wrote a bunch of songs for a band that was supposed to sound like Fleetwood Mac, and it does a pretty good job. Uh, so it's almost like I got 10 new Fleetwood Mac songs from Beyond the Grave. Love it. Uh, they're really good. Uh, I'll, I'll play the title. Oh, what's the title? This is, this is their most famous song. In the show, and the one that like, puts them on the map, it kind of reminds me of uh, what's the I'm blanking on the Lady Gaga movie with Bradley Cooper. Star is born. It's Star very Star is born. Yeah, okay. whole soundtrack. Yeah. So if you like Star is born, you'd probably like the whole soundtrack. And I do. Jones and the I really do like the Star is uh, Star is born soundtrack. I do. So I probably would I like too. this. Um, so this is good. Um, there's plenty more Tom Petty on here. There's a little bit of Shania Twain. Oh, that's fun. Um, some front bottoms on here. Some Jonas Brothers. That oh, Jonas yeah. Brothers album was pretty good. That like very uh, like dad rocky album. I, I don't return to it too mm-hmm. much because they're all like two minute songs. I can get sick of them pretty quickly. Front bottoms though. Well, front bottoms. What other front bottom songs did you have make it? Front bottoms. Clear path made it. Emotional made it. Outlook made it. Nice. Okay. Okay. Those are like in the top twenty. Um, Hootie and the Blowfish with Hold My Hand is up here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. Who doesn't realize that of the 28 Taylor Swift songs that I had, uh, two of them were Story of Us. Both versions of Story of Us wow. made it onto the top 100. Wow. That's how you know. That's how you know you love That's that. It's a lot of Story of Us listening. Oh, I got really into um, that Billy Joe Armstrong album, so Manic Monday, his, his cover of that song got on here. Oh, I, I listened to that song a lot. Not enough, obviously, to get into my top 100, yeah. but... And then Brian's recommendation of the BBC shows got the BBC live session version of When I Come Around all the way up there. Oh. Maybe in like the top I don't know if I've listened 20. to that. The whole thing's really good. It just it just sound, I'll play actually a little bit of that. It just sounds clean and, and nice. I actually might might prefer this when I come around to you. Ooh. It's close. This is very interesting. It's like it seems like it's very stripped down sounding. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe this this is the BBC BBC live session version of When I Come Around, which I think was released in 21. And he sounds pretty good. I'm surprised with how good his voice sounds. Sometimes his voice doesn't sound too great live when he's like the back half of the concert. He's starting to really lose it. Right. 
Remember when he was like, uh, I'm not Justin Bieber. Eight minutes. Eight fucking minutes. Yeah, that, I think I'd say that was a big turning point in his life, probably. Yeah. I'd say maybe he was sober after that for, from then on. I mean, the concert was delayed because of because yeah. that. It's um, there's also some Cheryl Crow on here. It makes you happy is a classic song. Um, Remember, uh, this is a banger, obviously. Our band's cover version of Soak Up the Sun. <laughs> I mean, I guess I gotta play Soak Up the Sun now. <laughs> yeah, now you have to. I, have, I don't have our band's version of it. <laughs> now picture me falling through the ceiling while singing this song. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm mad that we never like solidified that song in our rotation because that would have been a great thing to play live. Not that you ever got to play live with us. We kicked you out of the band Thank before you we got the player. Thank you for reminding me that I got fired from the band yeah. before you so, guys started So for the, the audience shows. that doesn't know NBBD, we had a, a band in high school called Hate Crime. And I want to say that we were against hate crimes, not, not pro not pro hate crimes. That was, mm-hmm. I think, the reason for the band. I don't really know. Uh, but we were a New York hardcore band that played covers and then had a few originals. Uh, Matt Kagan here was the lead singer before we ever played a live show. Kicked him out right before our first live show in like a small town. It was a small bar where I think we paid to be live on stage. Uh, and then we and were... wanted to keep my microphone that I paid for. And also, I don't know why we're hashing this out. Also, never reimburse me for my me chipping in for the PA system that yeah, we got. Which, but I, go on. So moving back into my parents' <laughs> home soon, I just found that PA system again. Um, so you can have it if you want. You can, you can have the whole thing. <laughs> you can enjoy that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, we played one show and we were so hyped that we played five songs in front of real people that we went home, played a bunch of Mario Strikers, drank Mountain Dew, and had pizza, and never played again. We never practiced a single day after that. <laughs> that's all we needed was the one time. Just needed to scratch that itch. Yeah, that's, that's the end of that movie. We are rock stars that's for it. a day. You <laughs> succeeded. You did. You did it. That was it. Uh, and I think that mostly wraps everything up. I want to just mention quickly that my number one hundred song of the year is Where the Streets Have No Name by U2, which is another funny song. Uh, and I think we can uh, end on that. All right. My 100 is The Grudge by Olivia Rodrigo. Didn't want to get... <laughs> Didn't want you to have the uh, the only <laughs> one with your 100. <laughs> Good job, guys. Um, anything else to wrap up music in general? Anything you're looking, ex- you're looking forward to, excited about? For like Nobody really releases albums in, like, before Christmas, so uh, is there anything like in the following year, the upcoming year, that you're all pumped up about i'm pretty excited about green day in january i'm excited out. for green day uh that's the only thing i really know of that's like upcoming i'm excited to get to the albums i haven't listened to yet that i've come out this year uh maniskin poppy if anyone knows you know the matt rogers album of course uh, mm-hmm. Nicki minaj just released pink friday too i've seen nothing but bad things on twitter about that but i, I heard one song and do... i wasn't thrilled I do really like Nicki Minaj, so I am excited to listen and form my own opinion, but I am afraid that my opinion has already been colored very negatively. I'm exact same spot with that. Yeah. <laughs> and I've read good things. Yeah. I want, I want to give it an honest chance. Right. Yeah. So, she, yeah. She dropped us out of nowhere, too, right? Wasn't it just like, oh, here's no, music? No, she has been like teasing it, but it's gotten delayed a lot. She has been very bad with the release of this album. I, she needs a new like uh, manager or whoever is in charge of like rolling out albums because uh, it's not been uh, a smooth, uh, smooth album release. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, well, just under the two-hour mark here, I guess we should wrap it up. Say thank you, everyone, for watching, hopefully, your first YouTube video of us. Uh, 
looking handsome. Oh, I forgot we're on video. I've been Maybe it's their first so YouTube video ever. ever. This is probably a lot of your first YouTube videos ever. Uh, so if you're new to YouTube. Check this out. <laughs> this definitely something. Look at this, the posture on these three guys. <laughs> should I uh, should I wrap up? Uh, we, we should do plugs. Is that part of your wrap up? Oh, good idea. That was good. That's good call. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> um, all right. I think this, we should probably do plugs with the backing track of Where the Streets Have No Name from now on, always. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, well, first of all, uh, Big Baby David, uh, thank you so much for your time. It was great. It was great meeting you. It was great podcasting with you. Uh, I, I hope that this was the start of a beautiful friendship between between us. Uh, do, you, do you have anything you'd like to plug at this hour? Uh, you know, I do some podcasts out in the world, talking baseball, talking Yanks, Wake and Jake. Um and uh, a big warehouse tournament filming. Oh baby, starting this Thursday. Wow, so keep an eye out for that. Do you like Yankees? I do like podcasts, so that could be something that's up my alley. If I yeah, have time for for a new podcast, might have to give that the old subscribe. And that was my gateway um, to all of things John Boy and Warehouse. So if maybe you'll get stuck in this rabbit hole like I am. Yeah. Wow, it's great stuff. Well, Brendan, what are you plugging? Plugging the usual, uh, well, be excited for next week. We will officially have Lonely Boys content again. Back. We're back. Back, we're, baby. We're going to have Gossip Girl coverage coming next Friday. So enjoy us. Enjoy the Hoppy Boys, where you can also watch more content of BBD here. We talked about White Claws. It was a lot of fun. He reveals many secrets on that show. It was so enjoyable. Such a good time. Uh, you can also listen to our sister show, The Sandy Boys, where we cover the OC on patreon.com slash the hoppy boys pie, where we have another new patron. The, the, the call to action is starting to work. Uh, this another Lee Rutherford, get ready. The funny thing is that it's back to back. Your lips, Zacks, baby. Two Zacks in a row. Uh, hmm. last week, Zach G. This Maybe week, Zach, Zach, really wants to. Zach, Zach really wants to. Burner accounts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, going to keep putting it out there. Please subscribe to the Patreon. If we get now 18 more, we will pay for a Kelly Rutherford cameo and play it for you on air. And also, if you listen, you could fall in love. You could be the next person to get married because of us. Oh, my God. Us. Yeah, that's even more important than the cameo. I was hoping it would be me. <laughs> well, the night is young. Yeah, you have to go back. On the list. Yeah, you're on, it's on the list. <laughs> um, okay. What am I plug? I don't know. I don't. I, don't yeah, I saw the, the, uh, the, the new Nicolas Cage movie, Dream Scenario. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. As a, as a big Nicolas Cage guy, it He's was a great a cast. It was a too. great premise. And then it took some weird turns. Uh, so kind of like an anti-plug there. Uh, okay. Listen to all the music that I mentioned in this. Uh, listen to uh, anything that I mentioned. Listen to it. That's my plug. Uh, besides that, I guess, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at RuppyPuppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. And you can come back next week where we will be breaking down... Uh, we'll, we'll be back to the Gossip Girl. Uh, I believe it's Season 5, Episode 8 that we'll be up to. Uh, but until then, you know you love us. XOXO. Lonely, Lonely boys. boys. Thank you, Bono. Uh, thank you, Bono. Thanks, Bono. <laughs> <laughs> Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.